here. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Slow nap. Here we go. Here comes a drop. Holy uh, shit, whoever produced this is a sexy beast. Uh, yeah. Quincy Jones podcast. Come and get you a tall glass. Yeah. Put it all in the glass. I'm gonna drink it all in the glass. And these dudes are doppelganging like Kardashians all ass. Hey. Hey. Man, I mean, look. It I'm, feels I'm, so good to be back. First of all, welcome back to the show. Thank you, sir. You know, I know you had responsibilities, and uh, you know, sometimes I forget there's a reality outside this kayfabe world. It's a shoot. Um, it's a shoot, but you know, congratulations on the move, obviously, Thank you, man. man. And um, I, I mean, I, I feel bad that you had to come back on such a uh, uh, bomb dropping of news uh, because <laughs> well, we we were in somewhat. You know, I, there were some things already that were going on down the pipe that yes, I knew we were gonna have to address. Yes, sir. And then this just kind of skipped the line. So you know, first of all, I'm Quincy Jones. Go. Yes, sir. And uh, this is uh, uh, Doc Lesnar. You might yes, have heard of him. You guys uh, know what it is. The, the only hip-hop yep. hybrid in existence in the world. He the one. Hip-hop and pro wrestling. Yeah. The most electrifying co-host. It's yeah. me. I'm back, man. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Mac Lowe, for filling those shoes, by the way, man. Nah, it was fun, I man. really enjoyed Real fun, the man. episode last week. But you're right. There is more business to tend to in the news side of things. Um, it's crazy, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into it. Um yeah. Like I said, this just kind of this was already on on the the docket, but it kind of just you know skipped the line to to the top priority. It evolved here. to final uh, f- First, from Russell votes, all I got was a tweet earlier today that said, I "Have unconfirmed names, but hearing WWE may be releasing a small number. This wasn't a small number. No, small number of talent today. Another uneasy day in Stanford. Dot dot dot. From there, the only thing that I had uh, saw in conjunction with, you know what." would be the release from WWE and it said small number uh you know cuz people were like oh yeah so, uh, some staff got a release it was like single digits so i'm like oh, okay like some office yeah, I, staff yeah right? I, was, I was thinking like like 9 yeah and it was like no yeah, like yeah. one I, I, I was like yeah but then it's like the only thing is uh and then Sean Ross uh he 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 uh reported Fightful has confirmed that WWE had several office cuts this week we're told in the, in the single digits that's where, that's where i got this from mm-hmm. So you know there was that, and you know other than that, I was like, okay, you know there were like I think it was named what Stan Stanson. Stan, I think Stan Stansky. Stan Stansky, yeah, yeah, a long time. I think like fifteen year, tenured or something like that. Yeah, uh, like was a media manager or something like that. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, a vice president, right, vice president of creative services. Uh, been with the company for fifteen years, there you go. and it said that uh, I got fifteen right. <laughs> uh, reportedly shocked a lot in the company within uh, WWE uh, mm-hmm. of his release. So I'm thinking that was it, right? Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Um yeah. out of nowhere we started getting uh some 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 news. Yeah, um, I mean we were just sitting here chopping it up and I noticed a message that I didn't realize was really in the form of a grenade pin <laughs> as soon as I opened dude. it. Dude. Uh I saw this tweet. Um apparently I know PW Insider I guess reported on one release, but Sean Ross Sapp of a Fightful reported on I guess the remainder, but I, I was looking at this uh, tweet from Brian Alvarez, who, uh, man, uh, it's not just a few, like you said. It's uh, quite a bit of bit o names. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you want me to just run down or you, you want to add? or Yeah, I'm try- I was looking for this initial tweet because there was something like, it was like, hey, guys, just heads up, there's blood in the water. Like, that's not what it was oh. said, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but it was just like, ooh, so it isn't, it isn't finished. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, so something else is going on, and it's just like, uh, oh, okay. Her said, "Oh, we're this is yeah." Then Sean Ross, Sean Ross came around. This is three thirty-seven p.m. 
uh, about an hour ago from when we uh, uh, released this. He says, we're told that several WWE stars have been informed of their releases. So that's when they started getting cooking. Like, yo, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. uh, But yeah, run down that list, man, unfortunately. Um, and there's some... This is like that last list when you're like, wait, really? Him, her, them? Uh, and some, and some, you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to say anybody's release for firing is understandable. You know what I mean? No. From a talent point of view, or trying to rank I, anybody I, on that, that that's yeah. fucked up. You know what I mean? Um, but there is such thing as stock within fan value, right? Yeah. Like, you know, how fans see you, how fans perceive you, um, and just what you were doing last. You know what I mean? What, what, what have you done lately? Type of situations, right? So it's like, I mean, certain I'll, certain names were like, uh, I, 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 I will see. say every single name on here to me, not to cut you off, but no, it no, is ahead. surprising, except for two names on here because they have been volleying for their release for a while. Um, and not to say they're the top of the crop, but that'd be Grand Metalik and uh, Lince Dorado. That's true. Which is very ironic because the yeah. same week we see their former compare uh, in the former Kalisto who's gone back they're, to they're, the they're, Samurai they're Del Sol. Former Lucha House yeah. Party mate. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I, which I think, I don't think he's AEW bound. I think he may be just working uh, exclusively tr- with AAA. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, these names though. Yeah, so I mean, the first one that stood out to me, I, and just I'll, I mean, I'll let you run and down. Yeah, no, but it's yeah, like yeah. Keith Lee and like Carrying mm. Cross. I was like, these are two guys yeah. they invested a lot in uh, coming into the main roster. I I, I feel like right? it's weird, and I don't know because I think not too long ago, maybe a couple episodes ago, I brought some comments of Carrying's, uh, you know towards the creative, uh, I think, vision for the whole gladiator thing he's been doing. So I don't know if like. If those comments got him in trouble or so, I, I don't know. It's just weird because you're right. They have spent some time, at least in their presentation, or curiously so, because I know Kieran and, and squash matches. Right? But Kieran was also plagued with the whole Jeff Hardy thing right yeah, away, true. and some things that that was a test to see how you would you know deal with defeat. While others thought that was oh, what a way to kill your most dominant champion in the modern history of NXT. Awesome, you know. So, I don't know, it's weird, but yeah, PW Insider reported that Cross had been let go um earlier, but yeah, uh guy uh, Keith Lee, that's insane to me. Yeah. You know, and I wonder if his 100%. whole thing of trying to own his trademark or whatever, I don't know if maybe that played a part. I don't know. You know, but it's I mean, like, it's also interesting, you know, obviously he's dating uh Mia Yim. Yeah. Who was also on this list, and I'm gonna let you finish the rest of this list. Yeah. But I don't, the reason why that was curious to me is like it's not like she's been doing anything. Yeah, I was even you know just I mean? thinking like while watching Dakota this week, I said, you know what, me and Yim might be able to get revitalized in this new coat of paint NXT 2.0 era. I can see that. You yeah. know what I mean to help bolster their division. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't know, man, it's crazy. But here's the list, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you may have seen some of it by now, but here's the official list per Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Frankie Monet, Ember mm. Moon, mm. Jesse Kamea, mm. Katrina Cortez, or the uh, I think she was known as Katarina uh, on uh, screen. Oh, yeah. She, they went back and forth, but she was the, the luchador, correct? Yeah. I, I, I can't yeah. remember who her uh, – she had some sort of storyline where I think it was uh, – was it Zelina and Andrade versus yeah, her and, uh, you know, I, I, I believe think Sin Cara? So. I want to say it was either – yeah, I think it was Sin Cara. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Jeet Rama, who uh, – you know, just debuted on NXT TV to put over, I believe it was Solo Sequoia. Yeah. Uh, Oni Lorkin, 
Trey Baxter, who that's kind of curious, even though we haven't seen him following Corey Jade like well, you a know puppy what? as I, much, but still. I for, you know, Earlier off mic, when we first saw the list, I was like, oh, so no one from NXT. But yeah, he was one of the newer faces. He mm-hmm. was part of the, the tournament, the yeah. uh, breakout tournament. So Exactly. Uh, Zayda Ramir, who she's been putting over a lot of the female talent lately. Um, she's been a constant on NXT programming. Yeah, and, she, and, she, and she's been looking. She's like, she has experience, you can tell. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? So, uh, But yeah, uh, in conjunction with uh, Karrion Cross, uh, Scarlet, who she I guess she she has a thirty day. She already put out a tweet saying she'll be uh, ready to work with anybody in thirty days. I mean, they didn't do anything with her. The dumbest thing they did was separate their presentation. So I mean, uh, and I'm a, you know I'll, I'll wait to to save some commentary for the end of this uh, list. But Scarlet, we got B Fab of the Which, newly acquired man, Hit Road. That, that, that's another down. surprising yeah. one, only because obviously not from a tenure situ uh, you know point of view, but more of like yo, she just was. Getting established on the main roster. I mean, dude, they were selling. They already sold out merch. I just uh, hope you know they're not going to try to throw Sasha in that role instead or something. Is it, you know, what I mean, I just don't get uh, where you know why they th- why bring them up if they're going to cut somebody. But it's, it's like they're like, come on, Naomi, come on, <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously. We know, we know you got it. And you're yeah, like, we no, remember nah. when you were a Funkadactyl. It's like <laughs> we nah. know you got. It. Nah, uh, but B Fab, uh, and then uh, as I mentioned earlier, Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado, carrying crosses. You brought up Harry Smith. Uh, that's twice dude's been released from WWE. And they didn't need to do anything with him the second time. So maybe he's going back to MLW. Who knows what's up? Uh, Nia Jax is on the list. That's that's one that see that's a mixed that's a mixed feeling one. I personally again I don't want to see anybody lose their job ever. No. There's been certain times where you probably heard me in in response to or a reaction to maybe something that was done in the ring with a situation with her where I felt like maybe she was a danger worker yeah yeah to the you know yeah exactly where i'm like why she's i don't understand how she's still working here you know she's doing this and that but in terms of not it it not being a disciplinary situation and just being released i don't know i don't support that you know what i mean because at the end of the day i always said nia Jax's biggest thing was they they pulled her out of nxt way too early yeah we've always Um, said that she needed some more um she's a one of a kind to me yeah and and i i mean you had other, other uh, like, you know, Awesome Kong, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only other real comparison that I can have off the top of my head. But um, I, I don't think that – I don't know if she's still going to be interested in pursuing pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, but I think she'll – wherever she lands, she'll be good. It I was just, going to say know. that because I think a lot of people thought she had that, you know, Dwayne Johnson card in her back pocket. You know, because that mm. there had been so many times that she had gotten out of pocket uh, with the Kyrie stuff, uh, with the Becky stuff, whether it made, you know, Becky kind of put Becky over or not. You know what I mean? Some people argue that might have been Becky's Owen Hart pile driver stone cold moment. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it put her on the shelf, but still gave her some clout. You know, take it a, a, as you will, if you agree or not. You know, but it not, is interesting yeah. because I wonder if she, like you said, will she have the bug to want to pursue this beyond WWE without, you know, maybe the endorsement of The Rock? Because they got to know that that sort of tips the scales a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like you let go of, you know, his one of his family members that's like arguably one of the new generations of this, you know, this industry for WWE. But, yeah, not to go too far, but, yeah, I'll be interested to see what Nia Jax does. Uh, No, no, but that is an interesting point. Do you think about how she kind of not really came in protected with The Rock, but obviously highly recommended, you know, recommended. And it's like, unless this is is like Vince coming back from years ago, like, 
no, now it's our turn to go off script, pal. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. And we all know Vince was, it would definitely have the audacity. But uh, oh, from man. Naya, we also had uh, Eva Marie, who just came back. Yeah, I mean, they and, just wrote uh, her off with the arm injury with uh, Shayna and Yeah, everything. that's what I heard. And then uh, Keith um, Lee and uh, Mia Yim, as you said, and all released, quote, unquote, due to budget cuts. Did we say Ember Moon as well? Ember Moon, yeah, uh, right after Frankie Monet. Yeah. It's just, I mean... Again, I, I personally don't have, and, and this is me as a fan, I'm not personally that invested in uh, a luchador team with, with Lince and Grand Method League. They're amazing. Yeah. They're athletic as hell. I don't know where they would fit when you already have the Lucha Bros, to be honest. Um, I would think maybe their best bet would be maybe Impact or maybe AAA or however yeah. that plays mm-hmm. out. But for me personally, for my money, you know, one of the things you said earlier about bolstering a division, mm-hmm. I definitely would be picking up trying to pick up Amber Moon. I'm picking Frankie up Frankie Monet as well, Amber, 100%. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I, I honestly think it's uh, kind of – it sucks. With, with uh, Jessica May, I know, I think, believe she was dating uh, Swerve. Yeah. Um, it's just obviously – That's Amber. interesting. Swerve losing a teammate and a girlfriend. Oh, well, he, he didn't lose a girlfriend. His girlfriend lost the job. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? Well, so, true, true. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. So. You're right. Well, I mean, just like – He's not losing a teammate per se, but you, you get what I mean. Like, like yeah, yeah. two people that are close to him lost yeah. their job the same. You know, they, they, yeah, we he's in a position to see him on a on a weekly basis. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, I'll tell you what though, yeah, from a woman's standpoint, Frankie or or um, why can't I remember her former name? <laughs> Taya, hey, Taya, Ember. I'm taking Naya. Yeah, and I, I would. And, I would and t- Mia and, and I know and a lot Scarlett. Of, those, those, I know. I know a lot of people were going to be raising their eyebrow at the Naya thing, but you know. Again, like that's an attraction that you can build around 100%. Can you imagine? And I don't know if I want to see this, but if not with Vicky as the manager, but what if Nyla and Naya were on the same? Or what if they were a monster tag? I don't know if they'd want to just because, like, so the eventual, yeah, just the names when she first came out, their mm -hmm. names were already like similar as what as it was. So I'm sure like Naya was like already trying to like separate herself, just trying to Serona or something, right? um, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I, if I wouldn't, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess this would be considered, uh, you know, worst case scenario. Uh, not not to be throwing shade, but I wouldn't be mad if she went and tried to take down uh, Tessa Blanchard. And wow, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe uh, that's also you're right. That that could be another uh, viable option because a it's stationed in one place, so that's definitely appealing. I wouldn't be mad at an NWA you know? run for yeah. the women's division either. Um, I yeah. mean, I think Impact would be good. I wouldn't book her for AEW, to be honest. Um, yeah, maybe, just, yeah, just maybe. because they, they already have Jade. They already yeah, have no, Nia, uh, Chris think... Statlander and Nyla Rose, which Nyla Rose, yeah, she's decorated with the championship, but the, they have so many other people that they have to book before. Oh, yeah, you know, way building, before. Yeah, and, and I will also say this. Nia Jackson, maybe, maybe not the best opinion. And impact, I think, is a layup. But I think if she went to Japan, that'd be mm. a dunk. I don't know what because it's her style, you know. That, I mean, I, that's one hundred. That's one hundred percent true. But I, I honestly don't know what what stardom. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, they're not really yeah, featuring women's right. wrestling in New Japan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if It'll they were, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it either. I mean, I'm definitely picking up. She's though. like, man, just fucking move me to NXT UK. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'll beat up those bitches. They're used man. to fighting rough. <laughs> I'm definitely getting Keith Lee though. I, oh, hundred percent. I would pick I, up the couples for sure. So, cause that's all star power. Keith, Keith Lee would be Keith Lee and Mia, Scarlett and Cross. That's like a yeah, right I mean, off top. 
It's like, it's not, I mean, I guess they could do, Mia would do well as an addition to the AEW roster, or she can go back to Impact yeah. and, and not be uh, Jade. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the true. former Jade. Yeah. Um, Keith Lee and Impact would be interesting. Keith Lee would be good in Impact, uh, you know, him versus guys Moose. like Willie Mack, him versus Moose. Ooh. Um, I mean, it's a shame that Keith Lee didn't, I mean, how do you just let a guy like like that's another he's another attraction you build I'll be honest, that, that Keith, you build around you know what I mean like Keith Lee would probably get the most bang for it. he would be I mean besides Scorpio and Hobbs which mm. if Keith Lee came that might be bad for Yo, Hobbs he, I mean but, oh fuck see then I mean not to be but, a dick. but Hobbs ain't ready yet you know what I mean it's I like, like Hobbs a lot I though, do yeah. but Scorpio's more ready than Hobbs and Scorpio's not quite at the door yet you know mm. what I mean of Main, he's getting there though with all his top team stuff, but Keith Lee is like ready to go as a main event player. Like the, for me, one of the things oh, I was Keith thinking, Miro. I was thinking that too. But one of the things I was thinking, obviously, would have been probably another avenue, but not anymore, uh, depending on where he goes. Mm-hmm. You know, he did do some work with Shane Taylor. You know, yeah, Shane Taylor right. got the Shane Taylor promotions things going yep. on now. I mean, I know, and, I know, Ring of Honor is not, you know, lo- no longer, you know. Yeah, see, that but, was the other thing I know? thought too about this is, or, or, or he goes to AEW and then they do a funny thing with him and Adam Cole, and it's a uh, you know hair versus hair match. <laughs> that would that'd be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. But I, I was gonna say this, and I know we should probably try to. I'm, this is breaking news, so it's hard to leave this, you know, on such like different contemplating options. I know there, that was, there was someone but, uh, else you named. I'm trying to remember. But go ahead. Uh, let's see. Male wise, Oni Lorkin. I think Trey Baxter probably go back. Maybe, was he an impact? He, he could probably. He. I know he did some stuff with GCW. Okay. Um, I would get Harry he, Smith too. Shit. Yeah, Harry Smith is. A, I mean, dude, put grab him up and 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 put him back with uh Thank you. with Pillman. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Uh, get out Cro- of here, Griff. Cross, I would get, but I don't know if I would. I, I think it's does, tough. does Cross go back to Impact, but he gets a way better deal now and not have to deal with what he had to deal with before? See, that's what's tough is because you there's money in Taya would, would going you, back. There's also, money Eva in, Marie, is that another viable option? for? I, I think for sure some for, of these people could. For a while. I, I would think Eva Marie would probably be in Impact. I think she could be in WoW because they just got the, they're not the Iconics anymore. What are they called again? They're called the inspiration. The inspirations. The inspiration. Singular. Um, yeah, so I don't know if it'd be the best thing for people to go over there. I just feel like it's kind of like the same thing, unless they're going to be the new beautiful people, but I don't mm. think so. They're Aussies and she's not, so mm. I, it just doesn't blend well for me. Mm. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what's up, man. I mean, but I will yeah. say this. Amber it's, Moon for I, sure. I, I think it's list. interesting that all these good names are out there because I keep having this like, it's reoccurring judge or not judgment, but like I have this like theory that WWE is trying to clog their drains of talent. And, and, I, was, like, and I, mean, I was just, just like going to bring that with up. WCW, man. That's my only yeah. concern. Is like we yeah, brought this up before in the show. It, it, it while it is exciting to see these names, you know, be able to, you know, be up for possible grabs elsewhere and be able to kind of live up to their fuller potential, as we've seen before and other people. Yeah. AEW can't just keep signing people because there's a lot of people that are there from day one yeah. that have yet I mean we talk about a guy like Scorpio Sky who's so close but you know mm-hmm. he, he should already by now already been one of their top yeah because it's cool with the position heels, he's in but I argue that he could have got there without top team let alone Ethan Page being a tag partner I, I mean, think I think a good the, solo I guy. think the Ethan Page thing was a good addition but what they yeah. had him doing with Ethan Page is still what kept them in the same spot yeah exactly um, it's like almost running in place until the I inner mean, circle Thing happened. You see the the brass ring situation, and then it just kind of 
Yeah, which when, he he made fun of and called it the Sonic Creed. Yeah, so. you know what I mean. It's uh. it's, um, but you know, uh, shit, man. And then like I said, that was kind of just one of. The, wow. I mean the the. The first thing Especially, I was well, and I will say this to add to the flooding is because we all, like you said, Ring of Honor just said, you know, besides December, which I think is final battle, yeah, and then I think April is their usual uh, supercard Super of honor. Yeah. That those are the only obligations. So it's also like, you know, guys like Danhausen and Shane Taylor Dude, and Keith, all those guys. Like, like, like there's a lot to... of talent in the water right now, but that also can mean like. I don't know where they go because they all yeah. kind of demand some sort from Dalton to any of these guys. I they mean, all kind dude, of demand like the, a certain level I know level the Briscoes of, just the Briscoes right? just went to GCW and won their tag strap. So they oh, they did. That's I was just about to say Briscoes anywhere is money. I mean, you know, Jade the guy the Jade Lethals and the Jonathan Grishams. And, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, the Matt Tavens, the the Mike Bennett's. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know, there, there's like you said, there's a lot of guys. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if uh, not not to totally just would be skip a, skip too. back again to. Uh, you know, freaking Keith Lee. But if he were to show up out of nowhere on some open challenge shit against Moose, that would be pretty yeah. big. But, you know, uh, I'll just get to the ROH stuff since, yeah. since you brought it up. I mean, obviously, you know, we were talking about, uh, like you said, ROH will be doing tapings in November, then do the final uh, battle on p- in pay-per-view. You know, obviously nobody's contract will be renewed. Um, I mean, not to just pour on with bad news. I mean, it just you just happened to bring it up. But... Yeah, it was Dave Meltzer who first reported it, saying uh, ROH released everyone from contracts, more to come. Um, I'm also here to uh, actually, in a kind of more depressing update on the situation, if true. Yeah. Uh, it says, according to a press conference, uh, it's been confirmed that the parent owner of ROH mm-hmm. is in $12.5 million in debt. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, I did hear that the call came from Sinclair, even though they keep trying to deny it. It's a strong, I keep hearing that they're the ones that made the call. Mm. Um, and if that's the case, I kind of am not surprised because I heard that they were paying guys for shows that didn't happen because they were big paydays. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, big names for, uh, appearances, maybe like, Hey, we're gonna pay you this much for three appearances to do this full storyline, and it didn't even play out on TV, and they still honored the payment. Oh, you know what I'm shit. saying? And so I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Just kind of in a this is just the right thing to do. And yeah, yeah, because, times because for our we, industry. we said this is what we said we were gonna do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, you know, in this uh, in the vein of uh, ROH, and I guess also in the vein of uh, you know future endeavors, uh, it's also worth uh, reporting. This is from Fightful, again, uh, reports that Kyle O'Reilly's contract with uh, NXT will be mm-hmm. expiring in December as well. So that makes him as well as uh, Gargano. Um, I mean, not to be a dick, but when I saw this, I was like, oh, that Bobby Fish signing makes sense now mm-hmm. on, uh, <laughs> on AOW. Like, they're just waiting now for Kyle so they can try to do this elite versus undisputed area. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are already like, oh, like, is it going to be, it. is Adam going to wake up and go, oh, wait, you guys try to kill me. And then it's going to be, yeah, him and And, and, and Bobby. then Kyle's like, you try to kill me. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. That's, there's just no way I could see that happening, man. Like, not It's not, too many names, though. I think, And I think it's like, a short history. Like, we just saw this final thing happen, and then Cole crossed the line. Like He's having beers with ago. Von Wagner. I mean, you know, he's... <laughs> Having well, a couple of cold ones and complimenting his well, Brad Pitt costume. You well, know? clearly to me, when I heard that, I go, "Oh, that's why Kyle's putting up with this shit because he doesn't have to deal with it much longer." Like to he's me, like, it's I'm like, get why paid, am bro. I gonna? I went from the main event spot, and they keep saying he's the unofficial official second 
after Tommaso, supposedly. Yet so, he's so it's sitting the there with, with Tommaso. No, well, just in terms of faces or guys that are going to oh, be the pillars oh, okay, of, okay. of NXT programming going forward 2.0. And it's like, but you got him with Von Wagner in a tag team role. And he denied tag teaming with, hey, with hey, Bobby you, when he you came back. I forgot about the like, eight ounce curls, man. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Eight ounces clanging and banging. Clanging, <laughs> clanging and drinking. Yeah, you know? Um, uh, in the spirit of contracts, uh, worth reporting also, this is from Fightful Select as well, Juice Robinson's contract I with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling set to expire soon. Uh, states that Robinson's deal is set to expire in January of 2022. There are uh, less uh, than three months remaining on the contract. Robinson, who is currently performing with both New Japan and Impact Wrestling, signed a multi-year deal with New Japan in 2019. He's been a uh, former uh, Impact uh, Tag Team Champion. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's been also a New Japan Tag Team Champion as well as a former New Japan uh, United States Heavyweight Champion. So. Obviously, you know, he got some steam on his on his uh on his name tag, so I think he did oh, yeah. really well depending on where he goes. His value since CJ yeah. Parker days, I would definitely say that. Um save the trees, man. Yeah. Hey, let's not forget he facepalmed Kevin Owens and busted him open in the first debut match. Does anybody remember that? He's like, he lost, but he still he's still like, busted. Now I'm him. now my, I'm in Japan. <laughs> clapping those Tony Storm cheeks. <laughs> yeah. And he's stuck in WWE. Well, you know what's funny is a lot of people think he might be they broke looking up? that way no because I think they're fiancés now oh um, a lot of people think sorry. he might be no like because he's expected to get a lot of uh, offers from a lot of companies apparently yeah. you know yeah. and so a lot of people are saying what if he does go back to WWE and I'm like as who CJ Parker why why would he do that you know it's me but Tyson I, I, Rex but, but I do know. <laughs> I do know Tony's been doing the rock star oh, thing, so maybe. Oh, that he, maybe that'd be easy, especially with the way he'd be dressing and stuff. Yeah, that's like, what I was thinking. The whole piece thing, you know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, like, I could see that. He, he can kind of be, it'd be like a reverse Yoko. But why go back uh, and do that stuff when you've proven that you're worth more, though? Right. That's the thing. The money is for character work, mm-hmm. and if people want to do character work and get paid for it, I'm not against you. Do no. what you got to do. Disneyland's but, but, hiring. But if there's people <laughs> who have that old school, pure, uh, you know, just that respect for what professional wrestling means to them. And I've learned more and more, you see these guys working their ass off to get there. And then, you know, they get there and they're like, yeah, this isn't what I thought it was supposed to I thought, be. Yeah. Why is the wrestling part the last part we're worrying about? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, you see that clip, that infamous clip where uh, Vince was on the Stone Cold podcast where he's like, yeah, you call it sports entertainment or pro wrestling, what I grew up on. And then Vince immediately was like, what do you mean what you grew up on? It's, 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 not, it's not wrestling, all right? Wrestling's what my father did. We do sports entertainment. I'm like, oh god, yeah. you just killed yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know why he you just liked killed it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's just like you just doubled he's, down on he's that. He's gonna appear. Fans is watching. All right, oh, <laughs> come man. on, Steve. He's like, I, I gotta appease the yeah. sponsorees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, another thing on this list, people have been wondering what's up with AJ Styles. I know, we we're um, talking about him. This is the smallest news I can say about it. He is currently out with what they're calling a non-injury medical condition. Hmm. Which people are like, I mean, that could be anything. I mean, is it COVID? Is it is it a stomach flu? I is mean, it, is it could... a procedure? Is he? 
<laughs> They're like, is he getting hair plugs? Is he getting a tooth pulled? Is he getting uh, uh, <laughs> is he getting his tubes tied? Like, <laughs> like an STD. Like, I mean, you know I, I mean, mean, like not to say that, but it's like that's not really. It, a I mean, because injurious... it could be any basically any type yeah. of elective surgery, right? Yeah, like, it very could, true. It's not like something he has to have to be able to continue performing. So it's like. Uh yeah, that, that's all I got. I mean, that's why we've been seeing. Or Sorry, uh, for those <laughs> for those that've been watching, yeah, that's why I've been seeing Omas doing a lot on his own right now. He's been out getting a checkup. Okay, so <laughs> he's been getting his. I'm getting my tips frosted. I'm coming back. I got. Uh, I'm, trying, go. I'm trying to re- I'm trying to reinstate Flair's name. Damn it. Um no. Come here, you. <laughs> Come here, you. Oh uh, um, man. Um and you know the last little bit of news I I have here. Um, well it's it's a few things. Bray Wyatt update. Uh, obviously there was, uh, some, uh, <laughs> some things going on. I know you sent me some uh, interesting tweets of him, like saying, talking about, well, maybe, maybe I'll be able to tell my side of the story yeah, soon. Yeah, which I love. Um, but yeah, there, uh, there's been, you know, some, uh, obviously some wishful thinking and also some revelations of who he's been talking to, who he's not been talking to. And then also a post that went out where he was like, I guess in Hollywood, speaking to somebody with the interesting thing was the lot he was on in particular was like a Warner Brothers lot. Which you know they own TNT, so it's sorry, like, I gotta announce this. Sorry, WWE oh, also announced today revenue of two hundred and fifty-six million for the quarter. Like the, the I, same day, I hear that right now they're currently on a UK tour. Yeah, like, and you know how I know because Sasha tried to yank Britt Baker's um, catchphrase and promote it. Did you see that? I did see that. Just the mm-hmm. same way that uh, mm-hmm. SmackDown. She did, actually they did the same thing on. Uh, she was promoting SmackDown and said it's clobbering time. Yeah, and, and then, then CM Punk. Yeah, so which, I, was I was thinking about this. Like, how cool is it where you could respond to somebody with the gif of yourself? Yeah, rolling your <laughs> eyes at somebody. Else. It's not. It's not like yeah. It's it's you. Yeah. Oh, I found it. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's right. It's, it's, it's oh, how can I find the gift that? Be- it's me. It's like <laughs> that, searching like CM Punk it. annoyed. Oh, there's a quite a few. Yeah, Hold yeah. On. Let me let me <laughs> narrow this down. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, it was a Warner Brothers lot reportedly, which obviously, if you know, you know they own TNT, mm-hmm. um, which is why they wouldn't let uh, certain things happen. Like oh, I don't know, the elite dress like Squid Games, but I, not that I care. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyways, but. Uh, so it says Bray Wyatt was released. This is uh, coming from Fightful Select, obviously, over the summer. Uh, being blamed on budget cuts, but um, it, there's, a lot, there's a lot to this. Uh, basically, yeah. like while he was cleared for action um, and planning to make his return, the company let him go. Wyatt, Randy Orton, and others involved in that WrestleMania match mm-hmm. uh, with the Burnt Fiend and all that stuff, or the not the Burnt Fiend, whatever you want to call it, were not happy with the creative direction or outcome of that match. Original plans called for Wyatt to go over with Orton then taking time off. The knobs had happened, which I was like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, it was said that there was, quote, never a true creative endgame for that story, end quote, that went on for six months. I'm like, how do you set a man on fire and like, so, all right, then, and then what? Yeah. For six months, you know you're going to... And not have an endgame. Like, that's so fucking... I mean, and we said they were booking themselves in the shoe because we knew it was some... Movie magic, you know, fucking back, back draft, <laughs> fucking Universal Studios <laughs> type shit. Yeah, uh, there were some wrestlers that felt bad about the WrestleMania match uh, that was getting changed, and it went to both Orton and Wyatt about their takes on it. Um, numerous people backstage said that Wyatt was outspoken when he thought creative was bad, and by the end, some felt that Vince just didn't like him due to him being so outspoken about it. Yep, that's what I heard. I mean, I also heard he was outspoken about the Burnt Fiend he, suit. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, 
in his shoes, he's like, oh, man, this guy's just always a fucking problem. Yeah. So but I get it, but that. It's but, like, it's, but, but I brought this character to you, and I know exactly. And I was going to say it's for the right to, reasons, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. I for, know how to use this. I'm trying to make yeah. it better for your programming. Don't mm-hmm. you see the numbers? Yeah. <laughs> like, look at my merch, bro. Oh, like, that, that alone is crazy that budget cuts were what they're going to shove that firing under the man, rug as. You fucking, know what I mean? Fucking budge. Come you on, man. Budge. <laughs> The creative team was told about some major frustration around the burnt fiend angle, including the size, weight, and movement of the suit. As Wyatt believed it was too heavy and was going to look bad and it would be difficult to move inside of it, so it was scrapped. It was also said that there was a gigantic amount of frustration with the roster staff and employees alike, stating that there had to be more to his departure than just saving money, considering that he's a known moneymaker with his merchandise sales, like you alluded to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the report added several other long, uh, longtime stars said that they don't feel like their jobs are safe any longer, uh, despite the positions on the card uh, or prior pushes. Yeah, I mean, I even heard that uh, the presentation of the um – Firefly Funhouse uh, was something that they yeah, contested you on to too. I, I had play heard, play the characters like live versions. Of the yeah, characters, yeah, right? uh, but, because they wanted him to be, they wanted him to do a live one in the ring. And so he said, if mm. I do that, the only way that it works is if I play all the characters. And I think that's where this like. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it all over. There's this huskus mask that's yeah, been it was hitting like a, uh, the social media. Art. Yeah, yeah, from the same guy. I've got, I always his name slips me every time I need to remember it for uh, podcast reasons. But he's a famed horror, um, you know, d- a designer for masks uh, in, in special effects. Uh, the name again, a name escapes me for right now. Uh, he's been in the business forever, but he's the one to help you know helped him with this mask that made the second mask. Um, you know, and helped I think even with the design of the burnt fiend. So Scarborough. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so he uh, apparently, yeah, had made a concept for a Huskis mask. He had confirmed that earlier this week. I had heard something like that. Tom so. Savini. Tom Savini. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. So it, it is interesting because wherever he lands, it, it's to me, it's 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 coming up all Wyndham. <laughs> well, I, I know where he's not going to land is uh, apparently the Indies, and uh, this is actually coming from uh, Brett Lauderdale, mm-hmm. who a lot of people were asking him if it was a possibility that maybe Bray may want to try his hand at GCW. I personally don't think that's the you know the move, the environment for him. Though I understand so because they've been getting a, you know the, the new more popular alternative that's out there right now. It's not necessarily my tea, but you know it, it would make sense. Obviously, different people have shown up. But uh, Brett actually says he's never talked to Bray Wyatt. Says his understanding is that I don't know that our world is very appealing to him. Uh, there's no secret message there. I think that he's not interested in making the rounds on the indies. That's my understanding. I don't mean any negative implication that he said anything because I've never spoken to him. Uh, but from people I know that he knows and whatever, it just doesn't seem like it's something that is on his to-do list anytime soon. Hmm. So, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, we did like I said, they, there was the the Hollywood tease. Maybe. He, He's really looking into, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's going to be like, control your narrative, Braun. I said, don't call me Braun. <laughs> like, oh, no. Don't don't, don't follow. Just don't follow each other. Just yeah, seriously. <laughs> do your own thing. Um, and last but not definitely not least, man, this was originally the first uh, bit of news. John Moxley, man. Um, just going to say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, this is, uh, you know, from out of nowhere, which obviously proves how, I guess, serious it was to him. I mean, not saying as far as serious in severity, but serious in terms of uh, urgency. Yeah. Um, you know, personal urgency where he felt like he needed to go and do something to take care of it. Uh, but Tony Khan had tweeted saying, 
Uh, John Moxley has allowed me to share uh, with you that he is entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him and Renee and all of his family and friends as he shifts his focus to recovery. John is making a very brave choice to get help, and we're embracing his choice and supporting him however we can. Uh, goes on to say, I'm proud to call John a friend, and like many of you, I'm also a fan of Mox and look forward to a time in the future when he is eventually ready to return to the ring. Until then, thank you for supporting John and respecting his privacy at this time. And uh, goes on to also, uh, you know, tell people if uh, you need help, you know, list the number for uh, yeah. helpline and everything like that. But yeah, um, this is the thing, dude. Like, I've heard on different interviews with Renee. You know, obviously she'll get asked about John, or she'll bring yeah. something up if it's in, you know, uh, you know, relation to anything they may be be discussing at the time, and she'll like. You know, not not necessarily detail, but she'll refer to him like you know, yeah, you know he'll have a drink and da-da-da, but it's never like oh he's excessively drinking all the time or nothing like that. Like even for me, um, you know, the only thing I've seen really is like you know after his match with Joey Janela, you know he had like the the bottle of Jack, yeah, and, and, and like the cigarette, and then and that be, I, I think I, that's a a thing a routine he does in New Japan too. Yeah, I was gonna, and then also with the uh, the Roads to the Top show. Yes, I've seen a few episodes before I dropped off. Sorry, mm-hmm. I tried. Um, there was a <laughs> scene good. where where Brandy is there and she sees Mox and she's asking him how oh, yeah. he is and he's like, oh, I'm I'm hungover, and I'm like. Is this a bit? Like, did they just do that just to, you know? Yeah, like, I'm gonna like, go puke or something like that, right? Yeah, right. But then it's like, oh man, like, oh, that, you know, I'm not saying that that's alarming. Like, people don't ever show up to work with a hangover. It happens all the time. But it was like, oh, maybe kind of look at that a little bit different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, and, and I don't know. You know, I'm not here to say it like that, like I'm judging or anything like that. But what was also interesting is, you know, he did just drop his book, Mox. Yeah. It just came out. And uh, I believe this was the forward for it. And um, he says, Who is my identity? Okay, we can say it's a book by a pro wrestler, at least that we know for certain. The rest, I've come to find as I go back and think about how I got here, about how I have a little girl who we're calling Nora and who I'm going to teach to be choking motherfuckers out from an early age. That I'm a bunch of other things too. Athlete, entertainer, storyteller, yes, but also socially challenged, borderline alcoholic, mildly basically say this. Oh, Machios. Ma- yeah, I got you. Yeah, I can't say the way mm. it's spelled. <laughs> I got. I, I need. I need the version where it sounded out and broken down. <laughs> uh, head case. Uh, poor kid. Juvenile delinquent. Brother. Son. Friend. Uh, sadomasochist. Got it. Oh, there you go. I'm also a pretty damn good husband and a sur- supernaturally potent sexual creature. Uh, but it was interesting. You know, this came out around the same time. You know, this other news came out, and you see borderline alcoholic. I'm like, oh man. I mean, at least yeah. he's, he's he's being you know he's he's saying what he got to say. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and I will say this: I uh, I'm I've heard good things. Some people have said it's one of the best books by a pro wrestler ever. I know I just got it delivered. I think uh, what yesterday. So I think I'll, it's I'll right there able, in front yeah, of us. Yeah, I think I'll be able to check it out. I have heard, and I think I've uh, seen a few of the <laughs> a well, few of the pages. Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say uh, it's been said he is going to be doing an audio version. I heard so, he's voicing it, yeah. Yeah, so I think that'll be interesting. But I also wanted to add a few tweets of support, uh, you know, that were in response to Tony announcing this because I support it too. I mean, if you ever think you've got a problem, by all means, do what you got to do. And if you're brave enough to let somebody know and then allow them to share that information, especially on a company wide type of uh, situation, that's admirable in my opinion. Yeah, too. I mean, 
And, and oh, shout out to McFly. He just sent me this message that says, bro, these fucking releases. <laughs> yep, just got just got it right now, yeah, too. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Cash Wheeler, FTR, he said, more respect than ever for John. Uh, Leo Rush. Yeah, said, I was going to uh, say, I saw Leo. He, he had mm, said something. Yeah, Mox is a good dude, one of the real ones, pulling for him and Renee Paquette during this challenging time with prayer hands. And I love what Janela said. Um I consider John a good friend of mine, generally a wonderful dude. Some of the stuff he's done for others on the low is the stuff of legend, and I hope to see him again soon. All the love to him and his family. And, you know, I, I've heard a few things even this this week that there's so many little things a lot of people don't know. Like, I heard, like, Mox donated, like, 2.5 something. Like, I can't remember if it was, like, mill or whatever to some hurricane relief or something like that, but worked like hell overnight to make sure to maintain the, uh, anonymous, the anonymousness. Uh, that's not the anonymity. Word. Thank you. Um, we got yeah, yeah, it. We got, we got <laughs> anonymity, uh, because he didn't want people to think he did it for PR, you know? So he's yeah. kind of had like a, a little a short little, um, history of, you know, just doing things out of the goodness of his heart, especially in this business, you get that a lot. Philanthropic you know? type of situation. Exactly, yeah. you, know, what, you know, whether it's putting someone over or giving them a good spot or a good rub, whatever. So, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, it, you know, we, we you know I me, mean, I'm a big Mox head. Uh, we're hoping. Yeah, uh, you know, I, we, we that's why I wanted to through, bring it up. I was so. glad you were able to speak because I, I mean, not that I was like, oh man, some Mox news hit, I need to get you, you know, but it was like, I know how you feel about him personally. Oh yeah. And you know, like like obviously Rust in Paradise, if if it was Brody, you'd be asking me the same thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, I do want to end it with with this little bit bit of uh, Moxley uh, uh, tidbit from himself um, that I thought would be pretty cool to end with. So we're not on the uh, you know we can we can go out on a high note before you start to cover uh, oh, yeah. 2.0. I know uh, you're in such a hurry. Two, two point low. You know, I, I know I'm keeping you from an important uh, situation over there. Mid XT. No, it's fine. Oh, uh, it's super, mid. It's super mid. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this was actually in reference to uh, the match that Eddie Kingston just had with Brian Danielson. Mm. And um, good match. This was this was awesome, man. This is what he says. I see Eddie sitting, twirling his thumbs, and I know the song he likes, "World War Three by the Rough Riders. Yo, he keeps trying to push it on me. I didn't say anything. I just hit the song. It hits, and I see his eyes switch. He starts pacing around the room, and I'm like. This motherfucker might go kill Brian right now. This is so fucking good. He walked the gorilla. Brian walks out. I grab Eddie by the shoulders and I say, look at this stupid whole food shopping vegan motherfucker. Beat his fucking ass. I could see it in, his, in Eddie's eyes. It was real. It was so good. Two amazing workers doing amazing work. It was probably my favorite match maybe of all time. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed that match. I mean... It was good. Storytelling. Yeah, really and I'm sure we'll get more into the uh, Eddie side of things, especially when you start doing your coverage You're, with Dynamite, um, because there's some good things going on in that show this week. But, yeah, there um, is some good yeah. wrestling. Don't, don't, don't get lost in the sauce yeah, now. We wish everybody... We're rooting for y'all. I'm not going to say yeah. we wish you well. You've already heard it once today. We yeah. we wish... We, we see the best for you. Yeah. We manifest that for you. And we can't wait to see where you land because y'all are all stars. So yeah, man. Um, swallow yeah, man. you swallow that bitter God's pill. Bitter, you swallow that bitter pill today, and um, you know you got that better tomorrow around the, around the corner, man. Like that's all you can do. Just wait, crank it. You know what I mean? Especially right now, best time to be a wrestler, in my opinion. Fucking Cross is like, God damn, it, I don't have to wear that. <laughs> yeah, no, anymore. seriously. I'm sure Cross is like, I'm sure Cross and Frankie are like, wow, I really just changed my brand for no reason. 
to go live this dream. And, and Frankie had like the best. She had the arguably the best song of yeah. the new brand. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll have more on that. Uh, too. But yeah, speaking of which, I guess it's time. It's time. Let's get into two point low. Yeah, I was uh, gonna. Do you want to give him a break? I know that was a lot of news. If not, I'll go right into it because I. T- <laughs> it was tough. It was a tough week. <laughs> NXT man. Uh, it's up to you. How, how long you gotta? How, how long you think the review gonna go? I mean, I'm gonna try to be as quick as I can. It's 18, 18 uh points I have. On six. It. Yeah, six. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we can run it. We're about yeah. we're we're about uh forty five minutes right now. All right, let's do it. All right, NXT 2.0, uh, Haters and Busters, of course. This week, uh, you see uh, Vic Joseph is the one that elects the casual day on uh, Tuesday instead of uh, Wade Barrett this week. He's the one, he's got the jean jacket. He's so casual <laughs> this week. It's crazy. I was like, you guys are switching up. What's up? Like, this, this next week, that's going to show up in like a. one up the uh, flannel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know what's up. It's weird. It's, is it this, uh, yeah, we're young. It's a new imprint, guys. Like, you got to look like we're hip. Like, I don't know what's up. But we started off Mandy Rose, brand new uh, NXT Women's Champion, I should say. Yep. Entering segment, she's uh, showered, showered with You Deserve It chants, uh, only to say she knows that but doesn't need the fans' approval. Told fans week after week she was on another level and would become the new Women's Champion eventually. Boasts about beating the most unbeatable and unstoppable Raquel Gonzalez, then opines that despite that, she is still the baddest bitch in the whole goddamn industry. I think that's what she said. It kind of got bleeped out. I will give her her. Yeah, they were trying to blank out the goddamn, but they were late. I'll give her her props because when you think about it, she's the only woman from the Tough Enough in any era that actually won gold. Yeah, and that's honestly been consistently taken seriously since that show. So, But, uh, yeah, she says the belt looks better on her than anyone else who has worn it before, and the fans know it. Cap uh, brings up JC and Gigi only to cue them uh, a cue to them in the locker room, injuring Zoe's leg, which uh, we find out later. Commentary note that she has been taken to a hospital for further medical attention. That's what got me. They said hospital, not local medical facility. Yeah, that was that I was, was like, ooh, someone getting oh, fired. This two point <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I thought. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, she says, toxic attraction runs NXT, and there's not one woman, tag team, group, or faction that can stop us. When Io Shirai interrupts, uh, Io says she saw what they did she to said, Zoe. Yeah, and I, although I see, she doesn't like Zoe, she likes Mandy even less and challenges she was like, uh, the we don't, we don't even share the same locker room, so I don't even see that shit happen. <laughs> I actually saw it on my way out. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that ain't cool. That actually yeah. gave me a reason to be I, out here. I should have been back there having her back. <laughs> yeah, but, that's yeah. what I was laughing at. I was like, uh, she challenges the, uh, the woman's champ right then and there, and Mandy says, everyone in the back isn't scared of EO anymore and obliges to the challenge by cueing a ref to come down and then she blasts Shirai yeah. with the microphone. Uh, Surprising. They fight, yeah, they fight on the floor a little bit before uh, Mandy grabs the mic again and tells EO this is NXT 2.0 and you'll never look like me but Shirai uh, actually cuts her sh- cuts her off short uh, with some strikes and hits a uh, snap German suplex and Meteora then goes for the moonsault but Toxic Attraction rushes the ring and cuts her off. She actually manages to fend them off and uh, actually locks in a rear naked choke on JC but Mandy breaks it up. They start stomping her out when Caden Carter hits a diving clothesline of sorts to Gigi out of nowhere, followed by Casey, who storms the ring uh, with her partner. That, they kind of oh, help even fem, the odds. MSK? MSK, there you go. <laughs> uh, the faces kind of fend off the heels to stand tall, and that's how we open NXT 2.0. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, I was watching this, and my wife was just like, why does she have to talk like that? And I was oh, like, "Oh, man. she's a heel. I think she's trying to get heat. She's, she's trying to get people to like, hate her. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was a lot. But um, 
Yeah, uh, different. I mean, I think we all knew this was turning into a six-woman uh, tag, which gets confirmed for next week, and I'll get there. Uh, next, we got Duke Hudson. Uh, we got three parts of a poker room segment, and I'm, I'm going to go through all three of them right now. I'm not even going to spare you the details. Uh, Duke takes uh, someone's easy money before Cameron Grimes joins the table. He tells Grimes the buy-in is $500, which Grimes coughs up very easily. Hudson advises Grimes to just give him the rest of his money up front to save him the embarrassment of losing to him and to save the players from the embarrassment of watching him strike out with this lovely lady lady that happens to be sitting at the table. Grimes lasts it off in stride and uh, says, although he uh, gets flustered when lovely ladies are around, he's there to gamble. Uh, he confuses Texas Hold'em for Blackjack and asks uh, Duke to hit him, which Hudson comments, you know, that would be his pleasure, which obviously is a, you know, kind of a thinly veiled, you know, double entendre. Boy, uh, I he, wish I could wear yeah, you around. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. is that what we said last time? Wallop or something? First yeah. the first the something, then wallop. the wallop. I forgot what we said. Uh, and he begins the deal. Uh, this brings us to the second installment later on. We see Cameron is still in the game and sweet talking the same lady sitting at the table. Duke is snickering about beginner's luck and he notes Grimes isn't even uh, paying him attention. Uh, Grimes wins the hand seemingly by accident with a flush, which bumps the other players from the table. But this incenses Duke enough to play a more serious his hand and uh, we see Duke's full house bumps the lady he was talking to from the table and he tells her don't worry uh, you know your friend will be joining you in the losers lounge soon enough. Grimes doesn't like the way he's talking to her though but Hudson reminds him it's his poker room. He'll speak however he wants then tells Grimes he has no chance with that lady just like he has no chance of beating him but Grimes says we'll see about that. That brings us to the final installment where Duke says he has Grimes right where he wants him and advises that he faults but Cameron decides to call instead. Duke deals the cards and continues to raise the stakes and starts to call Grimes a failure in life, love, and in the ring. Cameron just smiles and goes all in before uh, beating Duke with a full house. Duke is mad because he won with a pair of twos instead of aces, but Grimes just chimes to the moon before telling the crowd to follow him because the drinks were on him. And we see Duke flip the table in complete anguish, which I just felt like this whole thing <laughs> he was just buried the whole... How dare you call me on twos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just so mad, but just the, ah, and the way you flip, I'm just like, okay, so are we done with the poker thing now? Because now we've shown that there's a flaw, you know? Yeah, I in, mean, in because yeah, especially so early. Yeah, you know, yeah, so hopefully pretty... this wrapping it. Uh, this takes us to Dakota Kai. Uh, she uh, goes against Cora Jade. But before that, Toxic Attraction are licking their wounds, and they, uh, run to the, they're coming to the back when they run into Dakota and Gorilla position. Uh, Kai makes it perfectly clear. I didn't interfere in your match to help you out, but it was to put an end to Raquel. Well, I mean, she rolled the R. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel, <laughs> Raquel. Raquel Gonzalez. What's, kinda, what's Justin Roberts when we need him? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, she just kind of walks right through him towards the tunnel. And I know yeah. she's kind of got like that uh, Zicky Stardust paint on the eye kind of thing going on uh but yeah, this was interesting because of mm -hmm. all the all the times we've seen them have women do some sort of tick and we've seen some worse ones like me yeah and, she was doing a tick that's right but yeah she, she was kind of doing it okay like it wasn't like too, it wasn't overdone yeah and it, it wasn't too consistent it was just yeah. surprising because it's not in her usual character i would agree but yeah. the way that she kind of carried on and didn't do the usual Tick, tick, murder, murder. Yeah, <laughs> it but, was like, but did she she did get beat with a avalanche chingona bomb. So maybe it's mm. you know not the broken woken thing, but something you know. Well, that I mean, whole, I'm dark now because it's funny, of a I always traumatic. Got, match, yeah, you know? I, I mean, because you said what you call it, the David Bowie. 
Yeah, Ziggy Cause, Stardust. Cause, yeah, because it always reminds me of like when uh, Mojo tried to do that broken yeah, mirror thing. It kind of had, had the same kind of connotation as well. So Yeah. But we get Dakota Kai. She takes on Cora Jade, who was on a winning streak. But uh, we see the finish where Kai picks up Jade for the GTK. But uh, Jade is actually uh, able to counter into a pinning combo, but does not get Kai's shoulders on the mat, uh, which kind of forces them to reset with the ref. This is a horrible match. Very clunky, by the way. Uh, but Jade goes to pick up Kai and eats an ugly-looking scorpion kick and not ugly because it was nasty looking like it just was they don't need to wrestle again that's, that's what i'll say <laughs> yeah, uh, dakota's like who are these who are these new two two yes dakota does hit that running boot in the corner for the win post-match we see kai drag cora to the floor by her hair and then slams her face first on the mat and she partially pulls a table out and drapes it over yeah, like jade's was... upper body and kind of teases stomping her from the apron yeah. which i thought you know like the whole kenny, kenny o yeah, yeah special but uh she ultimately climbs down has the ticking thing you know and kind of like resets her thought process and then she kind of picks up uh, the skateboard instead curiously and teases using it but then she just sets it down ultimately on top of Cora and just leaves so I don't know what that's about maybe I don't she's know. trying to take her under her wing or something who knows I mean I don't know I was almost contemplating would she like fit in with toxic attraction or does she need to because you know Who, oh Dakota yeah at no, the she time doesn't. but I was like I don't think they need a fourth member like, and they don't need to have one with orange hair and then one with yeah, pink hair. You know what I mean. One yeah. with brown hair, and then another one with. They brown all got hair. E names. This was the one thing I was like, JC, GG, and Mandy. I was like, okay, that's that's your common denominator. That's cool. Kota. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, it doesn't. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> well, well yeah. <laughs> you're, right, you're right. Oh man, Dakota Key. No, <laughs> they call me Cody. No, we can't uh, call oh, you Cody. Or Kiwi. Right, because she's, she's from New Zealand. Okay. Uh, we get a pre-tape seg from MSK. Uh, they're shown somewhere in Orlando uh, at a bus stop addressing their title loss uh, recently at Halloween Havoc. Nash notes they had the belts for 202 days, but optimistically believes maybe they need to feel the lowest of the lows in order to reach the highest of the highs. Eh, huh? eh, uh, eh. Uh, West notes that they are paying someone for advice, uh, it sounds like, and asks Nash if he thinks it's going to work. Uh, Carter reassures him the person in question not only has helped millions and millions, but also helped create the legend of MSK. And then we get another tease of why they're called MSK, but of course the bus pulls up right in front of them. It's noisy, so you can't hear them who, tell the who story. Do you, who do you think it's going to be? I have no idea. You think, I mean, if they're going to even have a reveal. Triple H, maybe. I mean, I, I guess. Like, I, I, I don't it, know if I even care. Someone as like, high as the high. I'm like, maybe it's Godfather. That'd be cool if it was RVD. I was thinking RVD might be might be cool, but they're like. Katie Forbes cannot be on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they realized, I guess, that bus that left was their boss, uh, their bus that they missed, and they opt to walk to wherever they're going instead. But Wes is not tripping because they got their quote unquote supplies. They they're you like know, this. You know. This felt like a, a dude, hey dude, where's my car? Like yeah, scene, I mean they're natural right? when they do stuff like this yeah. for sure. It's just I do miss the treehouse though. Yeah, that and it's a shame that um you know because they they all three members of um. The Rascals, yeah, they they Trent were Miguel, they held gold yeah. for I think a week, <laughs> maybe or a couple of days because yeah, uh, I think he got the X Division title. Right? Yeah, he did. By the way, we were talking about I think uh, the Impact AEW relationship ending because I think Good Brothers haven't been on TV, but I heard Minoru Suzuki yeah. showed up and yeah, confronted in Impact. Yeah, I was tripping. Yeah, I was he, like, um, damn, that's what's up. Yeah, he, he uh, uh, Josh. Alexander, yeah, it was pretty. Jason, it was, it was a pretty yeah. good uh, moment to be honest because. Uh, they were like, we're not going to cut his music off here. I'm like, all right, calm down, Stryker. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Piggybacking off some old shit. Uh, <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next match or something. Um, something. Zion Quinn. 
Oh, and Robert no, Stone. God, no, no, dude. So this this stemmed from the Halloween oh, party at Halloween Havoc, where geez. you know he was dressed as Elvis, and he said, "Hey, why are you stepping on my shoe or whatever?" And he spine busts him through a table. Yeah, man. Um, this <laughs> is this was the hardest. The this was really the hardest part of of like, uh, writing down, notes. So pre match, I guess uh, we get two thumbs down, or I write two thumbs down on Zion wearing a black and red version of the Black Panther crest. Was not a fan of that. Don't do that. That's not yours. Don't do it. I don't give a shit where you're from. I don't care if you're South African. Don't do that shit. No, I mean, it could I mean care. something to to his culture, though. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I don't care. I, that's, that all, that's, all that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I felt like, but but it, it looked like it was made out of plastic, straight up. Though. Yeah, I, I just wasn't. Yeah, you know. But Stone cuts off Quinn's music and says Zion is jealous of him because he can do anything. Claims he first plans to, he's gonna outsing you, and then he's gonna stop you while wearing his rompa. <laughs> And pin him one, two, and three. I will say Stone is never disappointed. He knows his role, man. Uh, but Stone uh, curiously dedicates his performance to Frankie Monet, then does his best to rap or sing or ad lib. Cover, cover. Yeah, cover, <laughs> I guess. Over her entrance theme while being utterly ridiculous. Uh, crowd tells Robert he sucks. Zion gives him a slow clap. But Stone takes umbrage and challenges Quinn to return fire. Quinn snatches the mic and says, although that was very interesting, he actually came out to kick Stone's ass. Stone struts around and calls him a chicken until Zion gives in and cues up a song to sing and does his rendition of HBK's entrance theme with suggestive body movement. Robert Stone is Vince McMahon's style of comedy. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Stone is angered by his effort and rushes uh, Quinn only to be spun around and dipped ballroom style then released to fall on the mat. Yeah, what the fuck was this? Dude? Yeah, you know, this whole thing... To me, did two things. The mystique it was is stupid. gone. The mystique is gone about Zion. Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, it gave him character because he's got a good voice. It's like, oh, you're South African. I didn't know that. Clearly, you are. You know what I mean? But because of the accent. But other than that, and, and you know, he showed his range. You know, because I didn't know what he could do. He does seem limited since his finish is a flying forearm. But he showed some things here. But I don't know if it was worth it. To have this segment anyway. Well, he he didn't win this match with the no, form, no, right? No, no, he did. Yeah. But Stone, uh, he tried. He it. tries to r- rush him again and gets lifted, dirty dancing style in the air. But lands on his feet and then slaps Zion in the face. Crowd chants, "You fucked up!" As Zion party tells the, over, dude. <laughs> yeah, Zion tells the ref to ring the bell. Stone tries to run, but it's caught and launched with a release back suplex by Quinn. And then he takes off his shirt, hits a bill throw, a twisting Samoan drop, and a jackhammer for the win. Yeah, I was like, Awkward so y'all, y'all ain't going to call it the jackhammer? Yeah, that was weird. It's like because Goldberg is always active or whatever. Because yeah, he just had a match yeah. and did it. This was definitely <laughs> Vince and Bruce all day. I only thing I could do was applaud Zion for getting through it. Yeah. Um, that's about it. You know, and it seems like it's going to lead somewhere else, um, you know, with possibly Electra. I don't know. And, and I don't know if it's like Santos not on NXT anymore. Well, I don't know what why? what's going on, but I'll, I'll get there in a second. I got yeah. a quick vignette. Joe Gacy says, world should be happy, should be a happy place, but the reality is it's nothing but a cesspool of closed-minded individuals. We live in a world where the goal is to drag people down and hope they fail. Take social media. It's designed for people to share ideas, but now it's full of nothing but negative energy. Facts. It says, people make, in- yeah, it is. <laughs> says, people make instant judgment based on appearance. That is not inclusion. I hear they call a man a monster, but why? Because he's tall, has tattoos, a shaved head. He says, you alienate the man without giving him a chance. Well, that stops now. We will change the world together. Because uh, this whole time, clearly, he's referring to Harlan. Uh, as, as you know, you see several different footage over the last couple of weeks play. And you see Harlan's face actually fade into the upper corner frame of the uh, of the shot as Gacy ends the whole segment with a creepy smile. So my only take on this is uh, I did watch Kevin Owens' uh, segment on Raw. Mm-hmm. 
And it was at that moment I'm watching him cut this promo that I know that, that he didn't write. But, you know, he's doing this whole just keep fighting bit yeah. that we've seen different people do before. Even Seth Rollins has done it before. You know yep. what I mean? And I'm sitting up there listening to him. I'm like, holy fuck. This is Joe Gacy's big brother. Man. Like, like the look, the, what, yep. the, 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 not the mannerisms, but the, the content that they're speaking about, about like mm-hmm. fighting and not letting, you know, like it yeah, was just it's like his doppelganger. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, fuck. Maybe that's why I was already kind of taking a liking to him or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I had to say. I was like, when I oh, saw no, it's, him, it's I was very like, interesting. I uh, thought I, I will say, I mean, it, it's kind of weird. Yeah, they are like polar opposites, but kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, LDF, they got a match against. Uh, I'm not gonna do it this week. I was gonna say your favorite team. <laughs> I can't do it. Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, before the match starts, LDF are headed to Gorilla. Oh, the Flame. eight ounce bouncers. No <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> L- yeah, exactly. LDF are uh, they're, yeah, they're headed to Gorilla, flanked by Electric. Uh, 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 not Electric, Electra. Well, well, she, they, uh, well, she, she gave uh, your boy a look before she went out there. I was there gonna say, too. yeah, yeah. They, they run into Zion on his way to the back. Uh, Electra tells Zion she didn't know he had that side to him, and he thanks her for the compliment and responds as he has many different sides. And she says, now that is something I can work with, uh, as Zion kind of gives her a nod and continues to the back. And then, like, LDF didn't even be like, hey, what was that? <laughs> no, you know in, in fact, like, okay. in, in fact, you say, Simone, let's hit to the ring. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like, hey, way to shoot your shot, Essie. <laughs> but, but I was just laughing because the Simone came from fucking yeah, dude. DJZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny, man. Simone. Uh, what I will say this is In I comparison, did... I'm way makes more Mexican than Zion is. <laughs> well, I was thinking because, you know, with the tattoo on his back, especially because I will yeah. say this. This match picked the night up. Yeah, it because was a great match. It was they, they, always, they always match. have a great match, dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They, they, there was some work rate in here. It wasn't the longest match, but it was longer than anything that was going on. It actually was serious in ring. Uh, yeah, absolutely. you know, which I, I you know, I can uh, definitely appreciate. But I do have some criticisms. I do love LDS LWO inspired T-shirts, but uh. I hate Von Wagner's gear immensely. Yeah, I hate Wagner and Kyle's tandem offense. Yeah, like I don't get. Look, I'm sorry, man. You know, there's that whole trope where you you, you you open the guy's rib up and you punch him in the gut or you kick him. I've never seen someone headbutt someone in the ribs. That just doesn't seem like the uh, thing unless, to do. Unless you personally already have them opened up, so you're like within range to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Without, so I, thought, I, thought, I mean, the, okay, actually, the only time is the bushwhackers, right? Yeah, probably. You yeah, know like, what I mean? Like, or if you're... If that's if headbutts are heavy in your moveset because you're character. You know, if it's character-driven... Yeah, Samoans. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Or... You know, who's the guy that, like, Kozlov. likes to use his head? You, you, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, so like, uh, I hate the way Wagner moves in the ring. And I hate, you know, he got the hot tag, and he had this whole just clunky explosion. Yo, what was, he was, and like, Olympic waiting. And slam was, like, dude, yeah, he was just, just so waiting. much waiting. So, but then, like, uh, the, I don't man. get the Olympic slam thing when you got uh, Apollo on the main roster using it as a finish yeah. already. And then you got also Roddy, who does it on occasion. Yep. And then this guy, I don't know, it's just a weird move to do for a guy his size. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. No, I not. mean, and, you know, yeah. it was just, well, that's how we'll, we'll remember him as a <laughs> fart. Exactly. And that's kind of <laughs> what this match was at the end for them, a fart. Because uh, yeah. O'Reilly, it's, I, I piece this together by myself. I don't know if this is exactly what happened. But there's a point in the match where O'Reilly tries to initiate a big boot version of the high-low. Is yeah. what I assume. But as they go to the ropes, he gets intercepted by a shotgun dropkick from Raul as Wild counters Wagner's boot into a stacked schoolboy pin to steal the win. Now, it seemed that I guess Wagner may have possibly kicked out last minute, which commentary kind of note later on that 
him and Kyle are furious in the locker room due to the ref's missed call. Nah. But they never showed any like footage to back that up. So it made me think like I feel like they're padding this because they thought it looked bad on TV. I th- I could have swore that there was like a wasn't it shenanigans like they they had the rope or something. Uh no, nah, he just he just stacked on top of them like like he, he no no he, he, but he had I could have swore he had the tights though right. Uh no that was uh you're thinking I think you might be thinking of the FTR match because no, that's no, how, no 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 I could have swore that they had like no nah, because it, it seemed like they were they were trying to like yeah they're still mad about that that referee's blown call I'm like yeah well they were because they, they said that he supposedly he kicked out and i did go back and watch and it's like maybe a second after but to me it's also like ah that that's a suitable finish for me i don't give a shit they're heels why do we need to we don't need to pursue this anymore why we got to run it back yeah exactly oh, oh i know because y'all got a shortage of tag teams <laughs> exactly that's what it is speaking oh. of tag teams or not tag teams hayes and trick williams backstage segment uh Mello is introduced but waits to be to be referred as the a champion before reminding mckenzie when they shoot they never miss hayes says tonight won't be like that scooby-doo chase they endured last week which of course cues andre chase to walk into frame hayes and trick are completely <laughs> shocked pre- like i ain't gonna lie man like He's he's starting to get like gacy with me. Like the more and more they get, oh yeah, he, he's getting I mean, over slowly. I'll like. say this: I didn't expect them to have this comeback around. Nah, for them at nah, all, not at all. And so it's kind of like I, I was enjoying, like, oh, that's kind of it's kind of smart, almost the most, almost it's smartest booking that's not around toxic attraction or any of these you know what i mean i was, I was like they got to a, keep this going they got a built-in crony that they don't necessarily need to be associated with egg, all the time exactly you know I mean? so someone to but, take some bumps if they need them to exactly so. uh but trick and hayes are completely shocked to see chase still alive after the haunted house yeah that but, was uh, that was that was funny <laughs> and he does actually happily call Melo the a champion and says he's there to wish him luck even though they don't really need it and he vows to actually have their backs like they did last week in the haunted house which is much to Melo and trick's delight uh they go leave to get ready for the match before mac actually asked chase about this i guess recent social media chatter suggesting Chase looked like a real coward last week and you know when he was running around in the house he loses it and says someone is going to get an Andre Chase University size ass whooping right now and heads to the ring it's Yo, weird he's that, like almost my new favorite thing bro, but that only promo, bro. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely he uh Chase does get to the ring grabs a mic uh, tries to speak but realizes there's no sound and spikes it to the floor and, and, and I don't know if that was by design or he just rolled with it yeah, because could, it yeah, was definitely it, within the character yeah, for def- sure. yeah he gets another one after that he's like a bobby knight like yeah yeah yeah, kind of really really that's really good man i says it's not usually like him to respond to baseless rumors but takes umbrage with uh social media labeling him a coward after last week uh says normally he'd be furious but understands what we have here is a teachable moment which i love how he waited (laughs) you know i I says tonight fans will learn that andre chase fears nothing and as his student section will attest the only thing to fear around here is andre chase then invite someone from the back to get their phd and getting their ass kicked and of course who wants to come out and get their degree? <laughs> the whole thing was great. And Braun Breaker answers the challenge. Yeah, it was man. good. It really was good. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good, uh, I would say, response. Uh, yeah, Especially we, after him losing the, the title match after building him and yeah, pushing him so hard. Definitely. It was a good look. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's that typical I need something to get my anger out on and let yeah. people know I'm I'm, I'm still on my uh, – I'm going to keep my momentum going. And I'm, I'm not done shit. yet. I'm yeah, still on exactly. my shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we get Andre Chase versus Braun Breaker. Uh, and we <laughs> basically immediately, uh, Braun hits an overhead belly to belly. He clotheslines Chase to the floor. We do see a small comeback from Chase with uh, some cravated knee strikes, but quickly eats a side belly to belly, a la Big Papa Pump. And uh, Breaker hits that military press power slam for the win. Post match, Braun cuts a promo where he sounds just like a mix between his uncle and dad. <laughs> Seriously, on the it, mic. It, I mean, come on. How do you not, like, 
it's like, how do you not call him Steiner? Exactly. Uh, he cuts promo saying uh, how, he, how he fell for every trap Ch- uh, Ciampa seemed to set for him in the title match last week and says, despite the fact his inexperience was taken advantage of, he has no choice but to acknowledge Tommaso as the man at NXT. And he says he hates to lose, though, and he's not yet finished with Ciampa and uh, vows to win the NXT championship or die trying. So that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, not bad. I thought this was a, a high for the show because it's, you know, it's always segment heavy, man. And, and you know, it was a high for me because I feel like they've been kind of suffocating me with Braun Breaker. Yeah, a little bit. Ever since the, the rebrand. So this kind of was a cool little restart button for me personally. So, yeah, exactly. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, next, we got a backstage segment with Imperium uh, with Mackenzie. <laughs> yeah, let's just call it what it was. He wants them. He wants those American cheeks, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was funny, Imperium bro. yams. <laughs> <laughs> the yams are sacred. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yam and clapping. Because, yeah. Because straight up, he said, hey, America has its benefits, no? I yeah. was like, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to jump. Yeah, we'll get right there. So we I just had to, bro. Yeah. I will say this though, that saved it because I I'm not sure I'm not sure how much I like the, the translation, right? Yeah, yeah like yeah. heading forward because I feel like then you can't ever say it's live, right? It argues that fact that it's a live interview to have a live tra- translation being printed simultaneously. Yeah, is, yeah it's, it's yeah, unless you have someone that's. Yeah, you know that's why it's closed captioning. Yeah, exactly. And there's a delay on that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not even accurate all the time. But uh, Mac uh, she and, and who's fluent in German besides those two? I'm saying right. They could be saying all kinds <laughs> you know? of stuff. Sloughing, sloughing. Yeah, <laughs> no, yams are clapping. Yeah, I'm just clapping. Uh, Mac congratulates Imperium for the title win last week and uh, asks how they feel. Marcel says, "You're welcome, NXT Universe. After our outstanding performance over many years and nothing but pathetic performances of MSK, we are two-time NXT Tag Champions." Fabian adds. No one can keep up with us. We are built different, and we don't compromise with American ideals yet. <laughs> when, to- <laughs> when Toxic Attraction walk into their interview, and this was interesting, I'll say, because I was not expecting this at all, but it's like, you damn well know this is all Bruce and Vince right here. Gigi uh, uh, takes it upon a Toxic Flash Attraction <laughs> <laughs> to congratulate them on becoming uh, tag team champions, adding that they definitely look the part just like they do before JC invites them to watch their six woman tag match set for next week and uh they kind of you know walk off as marcel <laughs> says the mat is sacred but america has its benefits as uh he and fabian continue <laughs> checking out the yams off screen the only reason i like this is because it wasn't like too vincy or too they, they like, stared a little it, bit it, it, I put like too this, much for me at the end okay but I was like, see, All right, like that's for Vince. me yeah what would have been more vince is if they would have forced it like a last legend and be like come oh. on honey i'll be your german chocolate oh, you know man. some shit like that where you be like all right, now the tux the tux heels are fucked up. You know what I mean? Well, like, speaking <laughs> of fucked up tuxedos and Last Legends. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, yeah. I, the fact that they're two-time tag champs and Grizzle Young Vets are no-time yeah, tag zero, champs. Yeah, and They NXT, need to face each other. UK, they yeah, need to face each other. They really like, do. It's going to be, that'll be lit. Yeah, definitely. For sure. uh, lashing out with Last Legend. Speaking of which. Sorry, man. Uh, she starts off talking about how legendary uh, Halloween Havoc was. She talks about Wagner's uh, Brad Pitt costumes. She celebrates Jiro and Kushida's collegiate wrestling costumes. By the way, do you hear they're calling themselves Jacket Time? That's the name of their duo now. 
Okay. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I think I, the only reason I even talk about Jiro is because she's brought up Jiro before. So I'm like, wow, she's keeping consistent on that. On that, I like Jiro. And it's so he's yeah, a real yeah. man. Yeah. And then she brings up uh, Grayson Waller for trying to host when he wasn't supposed to host. Uh, See, so Jen uh, then introduces Tony D'Angelo as her guest before confronting him almost immediately about her producer Mark. D'Angelo denies involvement, says he hasn't spoken to Mark since he declined his request to be a guest. Last surprises him and says, "I got Mark here in the studio today." We see uh, Mark come out wearing a sling. He's visibly nervous to sit next to Tony, who immediately urges him to say hi to his wife, whom he calls by name, Lori. And, and two kids. Yeah, yeah. I was say. Says uh, Mark has, you know, has, has it made and begins to describe Mark's house and his front yard and asks, oh, your two boys must be proud of you. Go, you should go ahead and, uh, you know, uh, say hi to Georgie. I didn't get the other name. Uh, but he says that their names, you know, and it's like, you know, clearly you see Lass is visibly perturbed by this because it's clear that this guy's been stalking this man. <laughs> and doing just the, Dude, the you know, following up on whoa, threats. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. I mean, just why don't you just get yourself something nice? Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> to, he, you know, he uh, strongly urges Mark to say hi to his sons. He's yeah, intimidated man. and complies. Uh, Tony continues and urges Mark to tell Last that nothing happened. Uh, he complies before D'Angelo t- tells him to take a walk. And uh, we do see him leave the stage and he changes topics, says, I'm here to make as much money as possible and hurt some people in the process. Uh, and then he actually said he feels like smacking around guys like Dexter Loomis. That Fugazi Goomba, Johnny Gargano, and I thought that was hilarious. Tell you, taunts Pete Dunne for being the baddest man in NXT, which sounded funny how he switched from uh, you know accent to accent because I'm like, are you Italian? I don't know. Uh, and then he calls Champa out by saying uh, his niece Adriana's tougher than that guy. Uh, then goes to cut the show that, short. That, that's actually interesting. The, the Sicilian psychopath versus the uh, yeah. That's what the I was thinking too. Italian on the block. Exactly. And everybody <laughs> knows Johnny's dad's got a fame uh, pizza place. You know, he's he's a little he's got some Italian on him. So you got some things. You got some options there. But uh, yeah, he says <laughs> it's all about the Italian. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, he goes to cut the show short. He's got a scheduled call with Vito. Last starts to read him the riot act for trying to control her show. But Tony, like you said, greases her palms with some greenbacks. Tells her, you know, go buy yourself something nice and take care of that kid for me. All right. And I'm just like, what? How does he know you got a kid? Like, why aren't you worried about that? You know what I mean? He's, he got he know he's naming family members by name over here, but you know, <laughs> helping to buy gifts for, for people he didn't even you didn't even know he knew existed. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> she counts the money and says, you know, a girl got to get her lashes done. Ha ha ha. Ends the show because you know she's lash legend. Ha ha. Uh, next mm-hmm. we see uh, Solo Sequoia mm-hmm. debuting in an lo- actual match against. So, oh yeah. So by the way, I wanted to clarify. Yeah. I'm in no way taking anything away. From Sefa, mm-hmm. um, Sequoia, whatever he wants to be. He's Sequoia, gonna be known, yeah, you know, I guess that's how, yeah. Going forward, but I did like his performance in this match, but again, the presentation, I just I, I just couldn't get around. Yeah, you know like, what's funny was I didn't even think about any of that stuff um, before you brought it up when we talked, not last week, but the week before, right? Oh, no, no, or actually, it was the week, it was last week, because it was for Halloween Havoc, you debuted. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to the show, that's what it was. Um, you weren't wrong. I was watching him today, and I was like, okay, he's right. He's got that, that bleach blonde kind of mohawk kind of spiked hair thing he was doing when Joe was hitting Sunday Night Heats, yeah. right? Um, he's got, like, that split leg short thing going on uh, with, two, you know, the pattern, which he did. He'd done his whole career, Samoa Joe did. And then a little bit when he did, like, the was it the Tribe of Violence or whatever it yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. I forgot what the whole thing was. So you're right. The only thing I think he's got Joe beat on is the uh, wrestling without boots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like, mean, and, and, and like, you could argue uh, – the physique, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, which, you're right. Because he could be tighter. I was but, thinking like, the, man. obviously the towels are dead giveaways. That's what that's yeah, what got me. But hundred percent. Yeah. But this was a great performance for him. And to be honest, he got a huge pop for the USO splash. And that's what it just puzzles me. Is like, 
in the match, they're talking about how his family, they're like, he he grew up having to eat scraps off the table. I'm like, ooh, whose table? Yeah. Right? And then, then you hear him a second later, yeah, his family abandoned him in the streets. I'm like, well, come on, dude. He looks like them. Yeah. No, he looks he legit. You could tell, like, you know who his brothers Uso's are. Brother. Like, yeah, for sure. And, and, and why have me, him like, do the move? Not, like, and I feel like, have him get, like, he should keep getting muscle, tighten up. And he could be a really good uh, heater. I mean, if they have like, him, then they won't need, uh, obviously, um, uh, man, I can't remember his name, uh, from ML- MLW. Oh, you talking about, um, yeah, now you got me too. Uh, yeah, but the, he just had that banger with uh, uh, Hammer, Hammerstone. Hammerstone, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, this match, it's pretty short and sweet, and it does have Jirarama, uh, who we brought up as one of the guys who got the axe earlier today, unfortunately. But uh, uh, Sequoia hits a, a Rama with a running hip attack, uh, you know, just like his, his uncle, um, or just like his brothers. <laughs> In the corner, I would see a roundhouse kick to the back of the head, then he follows up with that Uso splash for the win, just like you said. Too much fanfare. And it's crazy to think a guy like Jirarama wouldn't get a look because, like, he's 6'4". Oh, it's uh, Jacob Fetu. Jacob Fetu, there you go. I almost said junior, but I know that wasn't what it was. But yeah, That's close. I mean, that's in yeah. the family still. So yeah, yeah, very true. But, like, I'm looking at Jirarama get pinned and you see his leg is longer taller than than solo pinning him it's like higher than his head it's crazy i was like wow you want a guy with size you got brooks and all those dudes and you couldn't find some you know not to say you know jeer had it but he had the size so i was surprised he yeah, got the yeah. axe you know what i'm saying speaking of brooks and uh briggs um it i was, didn't write much right yeah, it was vignette. interesting at first and then and then they went uh, Real varsity blues. Man. Yeah, they, I was just about to say that they. they <laughs> this is what they, I they, got. They, they went overboard. It, yeah, you know. This is what I wrote: stakes, football, helmets, hospitals, horseshoes, cornhole. But, but whether it's at the county <laughs> fair, football field, or in the ring, they might not always win, but they will make you second guess getting in the ring with them. They, they wanted you. It. They wanted you to know that they came. From horrible fatherhood. <laughs> At least that's what my dad said. That was just the most cliche. He, 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 Let he me wear my Freebird shirt while I'm playing cornhole. He, he, he like, called, come on, man. He, like, he, he was more proud of me going to beat his ass yeah. than he was me staying on the football team. I was like, God, yeah, he didn't care. He, all right, Mox. He didn't want me to tarnish the family where, where, name. Where's Vanderbeek's dad at? <laughs> like, I was <laughs> like, come Dude, on. Yeah. Don't want to tarnish the name. That's more important. Nothing like that and kicking ass. And then you like, had Brooks on, like, you know, I had to be tough. Yeah, at least that's what my dad taught me. I'm like, yeah, that's because like, your dad was what? You want to talk about it? You want to you want to bring yeah. his name up? My dad was a bounty hunter. He, he, he could have said he, he had to be tough as a bull. <laughs> at least that's what my dad taught me. That would have yeah. been cool. Well, my dad always taught me to take the bull by the horn. Something, something, Come on. man. Anyway, so I, but, but but you I know will what? Say I felt? It's good that they got a vignette because now it's you know something to I would, add I, I, to what I, they're I doing. But cut it like maybe it, thirty I, seconds, I mean, a little bit shorter. I didn't mind the back and forth. But it felt like watching a movie or yes. a scene from started, Varsity Blues, and that's all I was gonna say. It started. It got too long to the part yeah. where it's like, okay, now we're like emulating and, a TV, a movie scene, and too cliche. It's Friday and, Night Lights, and, and on on you know stakes, all that. Like you said, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, man, sure miss uh, 
<laughs> sure, sure, miss heavy machinery right about Dude. now. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, aren't they doing their gimmick blue collar? Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, you know, anyway, but yeah. you know, who knows? Blue collar brutality. Anyways, so. I'm gonna let you ride. Yeah, now you good. It'll be just a few things. Boa takes on Grayson Walla. Um, pre-tape uh, or not pre-tape, but pre-match, uh, we do see LA Knight join commentary. Yeah, uh, I love how he kind of said, you know, they were asking him about his car trouble. He goes car trouble. If you call walking outside and seeing your car smashed in with the guy going, well, it looks like you got some car trouble. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious to me. It was like, well, damn, that's what Grayson did. He was such a sore loser that he had to do that. That, that, like, that bugged, that bugged like, me. That, yeah, that, that really did. But I'm that like, does the, put the, a match, call on my hide, the match was pointless. It, just, it really was. I hate when they do that. But it's like, And this is the horror, This is the most rotten way to build a feud between these two. Yeah, seriously. It's over nothing. Over, it, literally over nothing. Hosting duties of, of a Tuesday night. <laughs> you know, and, and we don't even know if we're going to get this event next year. So exactly. It's like, come on, man. And it's like you would think he wouldn't care because he fed him to Solo. Jeez. Right? <laughs> because he got that overhead belly. Anyway, Knight uh, at one point leaves commentary table just to distract Waller during a springboard attempt. Uh, he's got to stop going for that springboard because that's his Achilles every time. Duke Hudson exposed that shit too. Because Boa takes advantage of the distraction and kicks him off the middle rope just like Duke Hudson did and delivers, I guess, a running Inziguri for the win. Uh, there's a note, though, I should add. Uh, Boa returns to this room we saw him in uh, before the match took place with uh, May, is it May Ying. And notice that her throne is empty. And I didn't notice before he walked out, he looked back at her before exiting the room and she shook her head. And then made some hand gesture. Didn't know what it meant. But what was interesting was when he sees that the chair is empty, he kind of briefly looks around. But it's almost seeming like he already understands what has happened. He's like, I can finally let out this fart. <laughs> or it's like he knows like he's supposed to be, you know, maybe he, he knew he, he was like usurping this. She was right. We, we see him like kneeling. I just had to believe. Right. Because <laughs> uh, he, he kneels before the throne for a few seconds and then uh, he gets back to his feet and he turns around to reveal he now has a painted face that looks similar God, to yeah. Mei Ying and he blows the mysterious smoke that we've seen her do uh, into the lens of the camera to I, end I, the segment. I, I and the only why. thing I could think of is if they're going to actually roll out Karen Q. Um, Mm. At the, or that's who I think is playing her. I'm pretty sure as an actual viable uh, person on the roster, especially I mean, with all the that, releases. That would today. be cool because let's be real: who is actually invested in this anymore? Nobody. Um, and the fact that you already took Zaya out of it, yeah, and Boa was already forced to be sec play second in this already. Where is Zaya? Even, even did Zaya get drafted? She got drafted. Okay, but even with Zaya out of it, he why does he still feel like a second in comparison to the one who doesn't even wrestle? Yeah. And then, so, like, now it's like, it would make sense if they did this to try to kind of low-key write it off on TV. Yeah. Now she's going to be her own person that we yeah. won't even know that was her the whole time. He's going to have this new direction he's going yeah. in. But and then again, we'll write both, and then we'll, we'll cut him in do, three months. Do people, right? I was going to say, do people care about it? I don't know, because no lie, when I saw him turn around with the mask or the painted face, I was like, oh, man, are we doing, like, Bray Wyatt, uh, Sister Abigail, doily vibes? Like, I, See, I got more Which I was hoping the they weren't trying to do, like, oh, Sonata. she's inside of her, or she's inside of him now type of uh, thing. You know what I mean? No, I got you. I, I got more of the Sonata in mm. Impact vibes. Like, mm. you know, when James Storm thought he was running the bingo with all those, like, cruiserweights with Manic, and I don't know what the hell that was. That was so weird that he had, like, those cruiserweight or X Division guys, like, at his helm for some reason. Um, it was trying to recruit people. I, I don't even know what that, was that ended up Was being. that James Storm or was that Kevin? I remember Kevin no, Nash was no, doing that. That was James. No, okay. Later on, James Storm was doing that when mm. he was beefing with, I think, Gunner and other. I mean, he, he recruited Manic and there was, uh, I forgot the guy we were just talking about um, with, with that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's. 
Oh, I remember. Okay, he had a different gimmick. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, and he, it was almost like they were his students or his pupils or something. They were all some so, Illuminati type yeah, shit. It was yeah. weird, like kind of, but not like a backwood cult. To, I don't know. Anyway, uh, this takes us to. I get the fucking first. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like whoa. Oh man, uh, this takes us to a vignette for Kaylee Ray. Uh, I yeah, brought I her up just a couple asked, weeks ago. I was just yeah. asked. I'm like, where'd she go? Yeah, like, we we were just talking about like because I think uh, two episodes ago I said, what's up with you know. I thought she was supposed to be this big thing, and she had like two matches and beat Ember and never saw her again. But she says, uh, with all the new faces that have popped up in alliances, uh, the new landscape of NXT seems to keep changing, but she didn't come here to just make up the numbers. She's already told you everyone's going to pay, and next week I start to rage, is what she says. So, And uh, we only got two more uh, things better be careful. On. Last person that talked about raging with Alex Riley. <clears throat> so let's mm, yeah. calm it let's down. Let's calm it down. Take a step <laughs> back. Tommaso Ciampa. Is that because because all of her shits in the rage room where you know people go to let out their anger and Who knows? break shit? Yeah, that, I mean that's all her vignettes have been. That sounds much, like she just looked like she just went to one of those places that yeah you like a rage room where like oh you could beat up plates here here take, <laughs> here take take this spray paint and put your your shoot your kayfabe <laughs> yeah <laughs> spray spray the walls we I, don't care uh, if you don't mind we're gonna use the uh, the final product as the uh, cover art for Paramore yeah, just just uh, just <laughs> no. uh, if you could just credit us so people know where you uh, went no. <laughs> or for the riot spot <laughs> actually but uh, no Tommaso Ciampa does a, he has an in ring segment um I, there was a uh, this is I don't pretty know if good. you caught this you know when he was walking from the back towards. Gorilla, it was a really good like this shot, like that, like was following his chain link fence, and he just crept from around it, and it was like, oh shit, like that's the champ right there, you know what I mean? It just had had a good presence to him. But he's in the ring, and he says, Halloween Havoc uh, served as a changing of the guard uh, for most of the night, uh, but notes because you know he's talking about all the title changes, and it says it seems like Breaker was expected to become the new NXT champion, but the problem is no one told Tommaso Ciampa that. He adds, Braun has his respect, but at the end of the night, what's certain is that Tommaso Ciampa is the god of NXT, which is clearly, you know, a nod to him dressing up as Kratos from God of War. God of War. Yep. Ciampa talks about having a target. Video games. Yep. Video Video games. games. Tied in. (laughs) Uh, Ciampa talks about having a target on his back when he's interrupted by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Hayes takes it upon himself. He says, hey, I don't want to be that guy. But actually, I am that guy. And uh, says, uh, I'm going to be the guy that comes out and puts Tommaso in check and adds it's not about his generation anymore because a new school was on the rise and he happens to be the leader of it. Then he steps up to Ciampa and says, I want you to take this with the utmost disrespect. As long as I'm on this show with this title, you're going to take a backseat to me because I am the A champion of NXT. That's all it is and that's all it's going to be. After being sworn with Ciampa's going to kill you, Chance, <laughs> Ciampa says Hayes almost had him fooled until he took his sunglasses off because then he looked him in the eyes and he knew Hayes didn't even believe the own words coming out of his mouth. Uh, he tells Hayes to leap if he feels froggy, but Trick shuts it down and says, no, 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 we're the ones who are in the main event. We and the it, ones, huh? Yeah, we okay. the ones. And, uh, okay. keep, and he keeps talking until Ciampa floors him with a punch, spikes the mic to the mat, and then dares Hayes to do something yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I, like, straight straight I thought he threw the mic in his face at first. Yeah, I was like, same. yo, I'd be kind of hot, like, trying not to yeah, yeah. Like, no sell that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Chopper's music hits uh, to seemingly uh, cue his exit, and he begins to leave up the ramp when Johnny Gargano's music Man, hits. Man, people, a, a lot of people were hating on this. They did not, they're like, I don't want to see it again. Wow. Well, I yeah. think it's because, 
a lot of people go back to the fact, oh, it's so bad. Triple H, Daddy Trips had to come out and say, hey, you in this corner, in this corner, we can't do this anymore. We, we got to do one more. You know, so I think people are just, it's always going to be that, no, you got to stick to your guns when well, booking. And from, it's from, like, but you love when Shawn Michaels came back until from, he from missed that I, moonsault, right? Well, yeah. Hey, hey, calm down. Just uh, saying. You know, uh, people hey, are fickle. And, and I'm saying, calm down. No, <laughs> 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 no um, I will say that a lot of people were actually coming from the, the, the angle of, them saying, well, they did all this shifting and spring cleaning to focus on the new stuff, so why are we going to go back to something that was like three years ago? True. Or two years or whatever it was. But I don't even and, think And, and, and I'm are. not against it because enough time to make it brand new for those that are new people that are into the new 2.0 stuff, but at the same time, I would also agree like, yeah, shouldn't they be uh, trying to make another guy at this 2.0 thing, not I, just Braun Breaker? And, and I get it. I so. think to me, it doesn't mean anything. I think everyone knows Gargano's on the way out. Champa yeah, has true, said he doesn't true. want to go in main roster. So I'm, but that means he's got a target on his back. He's probably going to drop do that we know? at some point because we don't know how 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 much longer Candice has. You know, exactly. So. Very true. I just feel like there's no way that match happens before Gargano leaves. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so it was just a cool moment to me. That was just a they may never get that chance to do that again. You know what I'm saying? And if that is the last time they cross paths, then we could always look back at that. Because I'm not going to lie. I liked it. You know, because we, we, we do see Tommaso's temperament visibly change once uh, Johnny's music hits. Mm -hmm. Johnny slowly makes his entrance uh, for the main event as Ciampa slowly backs up towards the ramp and then their gazes finally meet. Uh, and, you know, obviously commentary is going to chat up what they can about their history, uh, you know, the best way they can. But Johnny, you can see, audibly says it's been a long time. You know, and they kind of just go look back and forth, and Ciampa just tightens did, his grip on Goldie. Did, did, you know? did you see what he did with, before he walked up on? Yeah, him? he kind of he, he uh, had, pantomimed yeah, that. Yeah, uh, had a crutch. The crutch. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought, that was, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's just that. That's all it is. It's just a moment yeah. to say, "Hey, we're two guys that that but, crossed each other and like down the road." Well, and see, to me, knows, to like, me, it wasn't an accident because again, I've been questioning whether War Games is even going to happen or if they're going to be even doing anything Survivor Series esque. Um, yeah. and I've heard and takeovers it, it, are not even on the on the plate at yeah, all. Yeah, and you right did, now, yeah. but I was thinking, I'm like, well, they could do. I'm like, there's no crews outside of the old NXT versus new NXT, right? Yeah, so true. If they did need to figure out to introduce some familiarity between the two on screen to down the line book that as a team then yeah. I can understand why they did that too yeah so. especially going back to that whole Nexus thing we were talking about remember where it's yeah, like oh maybe Braun, happen. Braun is the CM Punk in this East, new ECW two point you know that that whole new blood rising shit but yeah uh, anyway it takes us to the uh, main event man Trick Williams and uh, Carmelo Hayes going against Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis uh, before the match we do see Johnny attempt rock paper scissors to figure out who starts the match but Loomis just gives a thumbs up uh, as a whoop that trick chant starts which I thought was uh, kind of hilarious that is pretty hilarious. Because it, it was monstrous, dog. <laughs> like, like, they were waiting for a match. Only that, those that know would yeah. even start it in the fact that it even caught. Like, they're like, oh, we're going to make this one last a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. And this is actually the only match I actually took a few notes on spots because uh, I kind of enjoyed the action. Uh, Loomis and Johnny, there's a point where they you, you see that, uh, you know, the wrist lock with a diving axe handle to the to the arm in question. And then they go to do it again. And instead of doing a double axe, he just lands on his feet and hits a throat thrust. So I just thought that was funny, you know. Um, we do get 
tandem hip tosses, drop kicks, and a tandem crawl as well as a thumbs up, which, I, you know, it's just entertainment, man. And, and you, it's hard to remember a time where Johnny and Dexter were not on the same page and he was just so guarded of his dear Indy. And it was kind of weird to not see Indy at ringside, by the way. Uh, and I, I would say almost the same goes for Andre Chase because he said he would be out there. But I guess the whole thing was Braun Breaker took care of him. So who knows? Maybe that'll shake out next week. But, uh, yeah, at one point we do see Loomis actually lend one of his gloves to Johnny Gargano. They hit stereo throat thrusts, thumbs up, and super kicks, which I don't think I've ever seen Dexter throw a super kick. Uh, Trick and Hayes, not to be outdone. Uh, at one point, Trick distracts Gargano while Hayes hits the springboard sit-out lariat. And we see a double jumping shoulder block, which I wasn't a fan of. But uh, this leads to an assistant springboard leg drop uh, that uh, Trick helps uh, Carmelo execute. I seen uh, yeah, it wasn't a, too bad. Yeah, I seen him do it before. It looked really, uh, it looked like they tightened it up this time. But um, we do see the finish come where Loomis hits the sit out Uranagi and locks in the silence. But the ref kind of gets distracted. Uh, it's just weird thing where Johnny knocks Trick off the apron. But stays in the ring, which distracts the ref or gets him out of you know the right angle where Trick is able to the take his line. shoe off. Yes, the, line, yeah, the of line of sight. There you go. Where Trick uh, takes advantage, takes off his shoe and just smacks the back of Dexter, yeah, uh, Dexter's head with it. Uh, Johnny takes Trick out with a suicide dive, but Hayes uh, climbs the ropes at this point, hits his uh, diving axe kick on Loomis for the win, and uh, they stand tall with the North American title finally back in his you know in his grasp. Uh, I mean, it was at the beginning of the uh, episode, but since last week, you know what I mean. And, no, uh, they was, they stand tall to end the show. And the, I mean, uh, Carmelo is one of the very few. Yeah, that he he's in a a blind spot or a gray area, I should say. Yeah, because he came in when they were introducing a new class, but then shortly after the, uh, there were some releases. He was part of the Breaking Stars stuff, mm -hmm. and then Middle Child, man. You know the the two stuff came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's been flourishing. I mean, what he says, you know, I, he don't miss. Like you know, outside, like I said, I'm, I wasn't a fan of the Haunted House stuff. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny is I, you said the same thing with, with Grimes and Loomis, and um, I think what it is is um, we both understand there's room for entertainment, but I think you're you have a very pref uh, preferential scope, and I'm more like ah okay, let's just see where this goes. Well, you know, for me, it's like we can expect that for a SmackDown and a Raw. Very true. Uh, with the trick or treat street fight. Type stuff, all that shit, right? Yeah, but that's why it's like, oh man, now we got the, we got to go through this on NXT. I thought the zombies was a one and done, but now we no, got. I agree. Up, I'm not, yeah, I can't agree. I love everything. I just try to hold out to see if I can. I enjoy it just from a watching standpoint and i did like the stuff like when andre chase got involved and they're like oh we're getting chase he's like you say something about chase and like no nah, they, they, they've been funny, they've been know? using him very well yeah uh, i didn't think that they even saw that much in him i mean we did see him also in the breaking star tournament yeah but he not, got squashed you know, yeah, yeah you know what i mean um but i am digging what they're doing with him even though it is uh between him and uh odyssey as of late but um you know one thing i wanted to ask you seriously though i yeah. mean it's, it's crazy to see you're you're mentioning loomis and hitting super kicks but Remember, he came in doing like flips and like he was like this uh, X Games S oh, type yeah. of and, 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 and Sam Shaw, yeah. With, with the whole uh, what was it called uh, on on um, gut check? Is that what it was yeah, called? Yeah, it was gut check. But but, yeah. uh, but you got to think, right? Because he was do, doing do, swanton, he still does it, but still. Do you think he walks by Gray Waller and is like, "Oh shit, man, I almost had a flashback." 
<laughs> oh, probably <laughs> a little bit. You know, he does. He does. Have, it's it's a very similar. Very. I would. I will. You don't uh, fucking draw, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it is kind of. A, are those op op shorts you got on? Oh man! But, <laughs> but uh, uh, I will say too. Just uh, end it off. Uh, NXT. We have match announcements. So next week it'll be uh, jacket time, as you said. They're called Ikamin Zero and Kushida taking on the Creed Brothers from Diamond Mine. I and heard then, Creed uh, Brothers been having some dark matches on main roster already, dude. <sighs> Damn, man. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Toxic Attraction taking on Io Shirai and the team of uh, Caden Carter and Casey Kentazaro. Uh, so My yeah, friends. You're, <laughs> sure. You know, but FMSK, we'll, we'll, I'm we'll, telling you, bro. Yeah, FMSK. I like that. But uh, yeah, that was NXT 2.0. Appreciate you. I know I know you You had to, you know. Bear through. You, uh, you definitely did that, my friend. Um, but I definitely want to take a quick break here. Let's do it. Uh, going to be bringing up Storyline Tease. Always got something new, something hot dropping soon. Uh, and for y'all, uh, most importantly, for the culture. Uh, so definitely take a listen to this next ad, and we'll get right back and light the fuse for Dynamite. Hey, yo, what's going on? You already know what it is. It's Quincy Jones. Go from the Quincy Jones Show. And what you also already know is that Storyline Tees are the best ones doing it in the pro wrestling merch game, man. They don't miss. These good brothers really don't miss, man. And I just love how they represent for the culture as well. And these new designs are no different as they... Get a little bit of a remix on that old school. We got De La Soul and Janet Jackson, a little bit of the album covers with a new splash of WWE featuring the champion himself, Big E, with New Day. And, of course, the EST of WWE herself, Miss Bianca Belair. Two new drops, several different sizes and color options, all available only at StorylineTees.com backslash shop plus They've been posting some real exclusive sneak peeks on their newest drop featuring the <laughs> Available next Tuesday, November 9th. Again, only available at StorylineTees.com backslash shop. So make sure you follow them at Storyline underscore Tees underscore LLC for more. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? What is going on? I'm going to get yep. into it. Like the fuse. Bring the boom. Dynamite. Yeah. Bam, bam. Sorry. He's just adding. This guy gets it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that was, but I'm sure that's one that I think Mikey Ruckus picks it back up or whoever it is. Shout out to shout out to Mikey Ruckus. Yeah, shout out and and Rated R. Check out that Arnold Palmer album right now. He's also one of the guys that worked on Top Flight's theme song. Yeah, they actually did behind the scenes. Yeah, that's exactly why I brought it up. Go to Mikey Ruckus's page. Or at rated R, man. But anyway, yeah. AW Dynamite, my dude. Yeah, man. AW Root Beer. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> AW. I, I like Dynamite. that. I don't know how we haven't done that before. I know, right? Uh, I mean, there's been people who've used like, oh, so and so to AW because they were wearing an AW Root Beer T-shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, but turn we start amper stamp to the side. No. <laughs> uh, where I'm from, the champ doesn't start the night off and just leave the rest of the night. Yeah, nah, I don't know. Yeah. This is kind of weird for me, but uh, this could have been a huge pivot because obviously there was plans for Moxley. Mm-hmm. 
uh, to face Orange Cassidy as part of the semifinals for the Eliminator. Yeah. I don't know what they had in planned, uh, what they had to change, but this seemed like kind of like a pivot along with a few other things tonight. But all in all, I mean, if that is one of the things, one of the challenges they face to produce this uh, show, it's a pretty good show overall. So um, let me get into it. We got Kenny Omega facing uh, Alan Angels. Uh, Angels out the gate with the running shotgun dropkick, but Omega is quickly back on the offensive as the commentary referenced their last match against each other. Uh, Angels hits another dropkick for a one count. Uh, Omega tries for the Snapdragon, but Angels counters out, but falls victim to the Kataro Crusher. Uh, Omega hits the cross-leg neckbreaker before signaling for the V-Trigger, but Angels counters with the Schoolboy for a near fall. Uh, follows with the Tope Suicida on Omega on the outside. Uh, Angels hits the uh, middle rope moonsault to the outside as well and rolls Omega back into the ring to it hit the... not Arihara, y'all. Yeah, Just middle rope. Thank Just... you. That's exactly why I wrote it that way. I'm like, mm-hmm. it wasn't... It wasn't... <laughs> They wasn't. They weren't even there. They weren't even invited. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but rolls him in uh, and hits a diving crossbody for a near fall. Uh, Angels tries for the low down frog splash, but uh, Omega gets the knees up, then hits the buckle ball, buckle bomb, and the sky high. I haven't seen the sky high in a while. Yeah. Uh, for another near fall, uh, Omega tries for the uh, tiger driver, but Angels counters out as both men trade strikes now back and forth. Uh, Omega tries for the uh, one winged angel, but Angels uh, counters into a rolling sunset uh, pin. Had to call it that because it took me to me back to my no mercy. Oh days. yeah, miss. I, 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 that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> no mercy coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, but gets a two count and eats a huge V trigger. Uh, Omega goes for the win here, but Angels kicks out at the last second. Omega is frustrated as he as the finish comes uh, when he actually hits two back to back V triggers uh, for the win. And um, yeah, yeah. And you know that's not it. I mean, you know, it's 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 AEW. It's the elite. So we got some post match. We got some post match, man. Uh, Omega gets on the mic, kind of just uh, the taunt Angels a bit, says he never thanked them for embarrassing him, again referencing their last match together where he kind of hung in there with them for a while, and says he ruined his career, which I'm like, yo, you're giving him a lot of credit. Um, but says now that he's the god of pro wrestling and he has the power to give it and the power to take it away, is he tells Nakazawa to give him a chair. Uh, Omega looks to hit the one-winged angel on Angels onto the chairs. the crowd chants for cowboy shit. Uh, Hangman obliges as his music hits, and uh, Omega, you know, he lets Angels go. Uh, Hangman marches down to the ring, effortlessly takes out Nakazawa and goes to confront Kenny, uh, who tries to take a swing uh, with the chair, but Angels grabs it out of his hands. Uh, as Hangman winds up for the buckshot lariat, Omega narrowly ducking out of the ring as uh, Hangman now pivots his attention to Omega's AEW World Championship. Uh, he gets on the mic, tells Kenny he forgot something, but that he'll play nice and give it back to him, but tells him to hold on tight to it because he has 10 days. I thought this was a good look for Hangman. Oh, yeah. The whole thing um, was done well, executed well. And then, like they said, you know, they're like, oh, we like this uh, this this confidence of Hangman. I'm like, yeah, it's weird that y'all booked him uncharacteristic, uh, you know, a cowboy with no confidence. What is that? Yeah, but you also got to realize the confidence. Is was that the liquid, journey? Was at the bottom of the is that the of journey a, of a bottle? Oh, that's true. Liquid, you know what I mean? Liquid courage. Yeah, is, uh, I mean it's not as easy or black and white as it. There's a little bit more, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, from here, we had a Malachi Black promo, which I thought. I mean, again, these. It's almost like there was nothing wrong with the ones he was doing with WWE after they walked away from the knock on the door thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I mean, I don't know if it's him producing these or directing these or what, but it's it's just short and sweet. And good impactful. Shit. You know what I mean? Um, he says, why do men of power think their decisions serve more than their own interests? 
Uh, and he says this addressing Tony Khan, who made the decision to bar him from ringside uh, pertaining to the match between Cody Rhodes and Andrade Elidolo. Uh, he tells him that it's not going to change the outcome of the match and says that when they assassinated uh, Julius Caesar, it wasn't just Marcus who betrayed him as he walks back into the smoke and darkness. Mm. It's like just homered his way back into oh, the yeah. bushes. <laughs> yeah, very much so. He's like, everyone's like, wait, what are you saying? He's like, I am the knight. This fucking takes us back. Uh, CM Punk promo here, which, uh, you know, a lot of people had a lot of different things to say about this. They thought he was like breaking kayfabe. I'm like, uh, look, he, mm. I thought, like, I understand their position, but at the same time, there's certain things where you're like, okay, we can throw the, you know, the, oh, everything for the art. It's all about the art out the window when it's like real life being played on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when people have made certain um, similarities to being between himself and, uh, and, and I'm talking about CM Punk mm-hmm. and uh, John Moxley before. So this was kind of cool for him to kind of confirm some things that he's thought about as well. Um, but, you know, Punk comes down. Looks more serious uh, or has a way more serious tone in his uh, promo uh, than usual. Says he wants to hear the fans chant, uh, chant for Moxley instead of him. Uh, makes some surprising parallels referencing, uh, you know, he knows what it's like to have to be tough all the time and, you know, do for others and, and you know, uh, you know, give to those when you can't find, uh, you know, the time to give for yourself and just being on the hamster wheel for too long. Uh, and references their wrestling history together and says that, you know, they aren't, you know, that close by no stretch, but that he's proud of him. Uh, and then he pivots his focus to Eddie Kingston and says, you know, Kingston isn't there tonight, but says he would fight him if he was. Uh, says Kingston has, uh, you know, has some made up beef with him. But, you know, you know, he kind of keeps it a bug and says that his plan was to, you know, after clearing things with Kingston, he intended to fill Moxley's vacated spot. Uh, but says thanks to Eddie not showing up, he potentially spoiled the fans chance to see, uh, you know, matches like him versus Orange. If he were to able, you know, if he was able to take that spot or, you know, and, and then. Obviously, if he were to move on and beat Orange, you know, it possibly took away the potential to see yeah. CM Punk versus Danielson, all that shit. And now, is that also added to people thinking he he went he uh, went past kayfabe by saying that? Because he said potentially. No, no. Like- it was more, they were saying, like, dude, uh, you didn't need to mention Mox. Like, it should have just all been about, you know, all that shit. Like, oh, you know. Well, like it's a, it's a hey different... hey we I know understand we're all part of a show but it's not like Iron you know they're gonna be like hey Iron Man uh uh you need help with the I, I don't know I can't think of it I mean because no, I was no, like I, the thing with Robert saying. Downey was so long ago but like you know like you don't seldom mix you know real issues with with the show and all that yeah definitely sheesh but yeah um basically calls uh, Eddie out uh, to show up next Friday at St Louis for Rampage so. There you go. Yeah. Um, this next promo, I had to laugh and pat myself on the back because I literally was talking to our uh, you know good friend of the show here, Pro Wrestling uh, Spotlight, uh, Justin, what's going on? Yo. He's the one who told me about the Moxley stuff, and he's like, man, so what are they going to do with about that spot? I was like, man, if they were smart, they would let someone like Miro just take the spot. Word. Or like say Miro and, and like CM Punk, or, or I was like maybe Eddie and Eddie and CM Punk could fight for it. You know, seeing as they were like planning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of gives Eddie a second shot. Yeah, you know, planning yeah. these seats for this, which again, given the circumstances, it would make sense why there would be a second, you know, chance given. And then I was like, well, unless they do Miro, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, where the fuck Miro been at? I'm like, dude, if Miro, they bring Miro and he better be cutting it. It's like, it's written in. He could just be like, 
oh, I guess, you know, after forsaking my God, he blessed me with a bigger opportunity. Yeah. And, and, I, then, <laughs> and I love his vignette about it, too. Yeah, and that's why I laugh, because, you know, he kind of did that. He was like, not only was he named to take the spot, he, you know, he does his promo saying, uh, you know, obviously he's announced again for the vacant spot in the tournament. Questions whether this is God trying to help him or toy with him. As uh, the title opportunity comes after he's already cursed him, warned him, and threatened him. Asked when he, he when he looks up in anger, if he looks down at him in fear. Basically tells us God that, uh, you know, he's going to have to prove himself to him in the tournament and says he will be champion, he will be forgiven, and he will be loved. I mean, I love how he said, uh, as I'm looking <laughs> up in anger, are you looking down in fear? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, at this point, you obviously are talking to this God that you are addressing as if they're already under you. I'm like, this is going to be, I don't know, this is kind of crazy. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, word. Uh, anyway, from here, we got a backstage promo turn segment. The Super Click with Brandon Cutler, because he's not part of the Super Click. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> uh, Cole Cole's- uh, not, not officially, not officially. I mean, you young, know, young boy, young, young boy, boy young, young boys in the building was good. <laughs> uh, Cole calls uh, last week's loss a fluke, says that they are uh, going to remind everyone how dangerous they are as Nick Jackson tries to chime in uh, in his outside voice, as I wrote, <laughs> as uh, mm-hmm. Christian Cage walks up on them. Matt Jackson then tells him not to do anything stupid as there are three of them and one of him, even though I was like, so so uh, Brandon Cutler is not a person. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was like, wow, they're, they're acting like he's not there. And, and the whole, breathing and, and, oxygen. But to be honest, throughout the entire uh, segment, he is just acting like he's just in the back. Like he's just scenery. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, hiding behind, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Marvez. Marvez. Was it Mar- <laughs> Marquez? Yeah. yeah. Then uh, Luchasaurus pops up behind them now with the Bucks, are trying to reason with them like adults who can talk it out before – the super click actually strike first. And they do. Yeah, I was surprised at that. I, I, yeah, I was. I saw Cole, and I was like, "Is he gonna hit, try to go for a super kick?" And well, he did not. Well, what's well, like, funny is they the, the, those three walk off and they leave Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, then, and then they go back and like try to you know. Uh, but yeah, they all brawl through the curtain and into the arena. <clears throat> uh, Christian Cage gets thrown off the stage as they. I mean, we didn't see it, but they said it happened. Yeah. Uh, as Matt Jackson low blows Luchasaurus and the super click throw Luchasaurus into the barricade. Uh, before turning around a Jungle Boy who hits a huge Tope Hilo taking out the super click like bowling pins. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, Matt Jackson hightails it back up the stage, but Cage comes out of our Christian Cage. Sorry, I got to watch how I use that. Yeah. Um, Christian Cage comes out of nowhere with the big spear and goes for the kill switch, but Nick uh, Jackson hits a super kick for the save. Luchasaurus reappears through the entrance tunnel as he throws Cole on the floor and takes out the Bucks. Jungle Boy hits a running Hurricanrana on Matt down the ramp. Uh, and uh, Luchasaurus chokeslams Nick Jackson onto Adam Cole, who's still on the ground. Jungle Boy locks Cole in the snare trap when Christian Cage comes out. I'm, this may have been a little bit overkill. I don't know. I, I thought it was, but you got to remember, you got to unpack it. He got he got um, Meltzer driver on the floor. In that oh, that's floor, true. Remember? And then they, and t- then and then they powerbombed go, Luchasaurus. Right. They threw Jack to Perry. the table. They flipped yeah, they fucked on him Jungle through the Boy. table. But that was the only thing was like, mm, I don't know. It might have been too soon. You put him through a table with the same tope he hit off the stage this week on people. Yeah, kinda, he's like, you hey, know, so, do the same move against no one. Yeah, and, yeah. Just do it on those tables. I, I, I get the irony, but, you know, I don't know. But go ahead. Yeah, this, this, but yeah, he comes out with two chairs and sets up Adam Cole for the, the concerto. And actually, they do it. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. But I have something to say about that later. But I, like I said, it'll be later. 
Uh, from here, we had a Ruby Soho, uh, Chris Detlander promo. They're going to be facing each other um, for the quarterfinals. We're here, Taz, trying to say uh, Yeah, he's on guy. <laughs> uh, Statlander actually got a bye into the uh, tournament. So, yeah. You know, this is a, uh, I believe, a first time uh, face off. Statlander says she, yeah, she says she's never wrestled Ruby, but has known Ruby longer than she's known her, which I was like, I feel like she's pulling the alien thing, like she's been here for like millions of years. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like how Luchasaurus gets to do it. Yeah, yeah. A little uh, bit. I couldn't tell if there was that, if that was her saying. Or she's been a fan, like she's yeah, watched longer her. than she's known I existed. Probably. Right? Okay, that's a better yeah. way of saying it if that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruby says she's a fan of Statlander, but that she will definitely be one of her toughest opponents to date. Uh, Statlander says that she's already our leader, but that some gold wouldn't hurt. While Ruby says she's nervous, but she's uh, confident. So I thought this was pretty good on yeah. both of them, short and sweet. And I'm a f- kind of a fan of the the way they're organizing the tournament. It's uh, not every day you see like buys, but buys based on win loss record. The more so glaring thing to me was like, man, y'all have a lot of women that y'all ain't doing nothing with until y'all pull out a tournament. Yeah, a little bit because you didn't think there was that many women. Yeah, you know, because I mean, I think right now on my roster on on, on Universe, I think I got like 14, 15 girls, but it's oh, like. Man. I had to, you know, you're talking about Jamie Hayter and Rebel and Bunny and yeah, Penelope everybody and, got and Layla Hirsch and, and yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, so, but uh, what, yeah. What's up with Layla? What's she doing? She got Is she ex- dressing up like Abaddon? Because we never see him in the same spot at the same time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know if Abaddon's quite that short. They, they but, both got the low center nah. of gravity B. I'm well, just I'm surprised Abaddon wasn't given some sort of... Uh, wasn't gifted like a spot in the tournament uh, instead of like a shot at the title against Brit last weekend. Yeah, I, felt I didn't get a chance to watch much. it, but I did. Yeah, I heard. I saw it, some it, things it with was the just table. The, it just the, wasn't yeah, the working. Charlotte Sasha thing with the table. It, I mean, they they, they look like they weren't gimmicked. They weren't. They didn't look like they were because they were doing like they did a vertical suplex on it and she just rolled yeah, off. Yeah, that was, like, was crazy. Whoa. And the thing, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound crass, but I don't think it's the same Billy problem. Crass. Thank you. Uh, I don't think it's the same problem of Charlotte can't get someone the size of Sasha to, break to smash through. through. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Because it was like, Abaddon. I'm trying, I'm yeah. T- yeah, I'm trying to be delicate. It's like she's she's her she's got she's built heavier. She's than she's Sasha more bo- she's is. more bottom heavy. It, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. She's more bottom. And so heavier. I was surprised that was a factor. But yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, no, uh, not not bad. We'll see how the tournament shapes up. But go ahead, man. While we're not body shaming anyone, we got uh, the <laughs> Samurai Del Sol Arrow Star versus FTR match for the AAA. I double took on. This. I was like, did I say some like as Tag a Kalista? Team? I was like, maybe. It's well, him. I was like, Fuego has an older brother for realsies. <laughs> nah, th- th- okay, I gotta say this is the funny thing about this. I've said this story before. I actually ran into Kalisto at Frankenstein's, which oh, is yeah, a, yeah, a collectible right. shop here in Southern California, hot Bedford for wrestling and, and all the likes and. All the other uh, niches of, of, of uh, nerdcore and, mm-hmm. and fandom and all that. Oh yeah, I ran into him while I had j- um, my my fresh like new Quincy Jones show AEW style hat on, and mm-hmm. I remember like, oh shit, Kalisto, and he was there talking because he was in the hood. Oh okay. Uh, he he you know he had the mask still on, and you know I ain't gonna lie. At first I was like, oh shit, is that fucking Phoenix? Because I saw the tattoo. <laughs> yeah yeah of course. But yeah. but I realized it was Kalisto because he looked at me. He's like, oh, you got the wrong colors on. And I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? And I'm like, oh, this one's really, you kayfabing it out here, bro? In, in the middle, you know what I mean? Like, fuck your war, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not even on TV, bro. Like, that's how I felt. But, you know, I, I don't feel any way, but it's like, 
all of a sudden you got the right colors on, don't yeah, you? And, want? Was, and even before then, who was the one asking to be released from WWE? He uh, was, dog. Like, uh, uh, excited for a, a, a lucha thing. Yeah, ah! I guess. And it wasn't until he started doing the lucha, lucha, lucha. I was like, okay, it is him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was like, it looks like him. And then I was like, yep, that's him. So, but I, am I, I the say, only one that has a small problem when someone leaves WWE or another? And, does and, and something they try they, to get something that they got over over there. It's tough because it's you don't know what they came up with and what they yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, if it's yeah. something they did, I'm not mad at it. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. don't see, I don't see this man uh, pitching lucha lucha. <laughs> and yeah, you point like this oh. <laughs> ah, to the sky, baby. He's a samurai of the sun. Damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, anyways, uh, FTR come out. I put question mark. New music. If so, not a fan. No, it's um, uh, the AAA music. Ah, oh, that yeah, makes sense. It's that whole it, it definitely oh, the gringo. I, I, music I got a or, you know, I got a world class feel from it when I heard it. Yeah, just a little bit. Definitely. Yeah, that, that's funny. Yeah, like oh yeah, American rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. it's like all <laughs> oh, the American talent is here. Like yeah, it, it, it's like that old. Yeah, that's it's, that's it's, funny that that there's still that's still a thing over mm-hmm. there. That's, are they probably even? I mean, did you they see were their like, attire? They, I loved it. Yeah, they probably preferred it that way too. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just staying stay true to tradition. Like we wanted. Yeah, we wanted authentic as fuck. Uh, Del Sol hits the, the back spring head scissors early. Uh, cash tags in Dax as Del Sol tags in Aerostar. Aerostar hits a bunch of consecutive front flips to a middle finger uh, for reaction from Dax. Aerostar hits the sky twister press on both uh, FTR as uh, Del Sol hits a catapult shotgun drop kick with the help of Aerostar. Del Sol hits the uh, the springboard. It's hard not calling him Kalisto. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> Del Sol hits the the springboard rope flip to take out Dax. As Aerostar hits the step up rope flip to take out Cash with kind of a hard landing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aerostar tries for the double uh, the double diving Hurricane Rana on FTR, but they catch him and hit uh, what I called a double stun gun for a two count. Yeah, it was like uh, an alley style stun gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right before picture in picture, uh, which of course Tully uh, uses that to get his cheap shots in behind the ref's back. Uh, FTR continued to isolate Aerostar and hit the double rope, hung a uh, rope suplex, which I thought was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Aerostar finally fights back with a big diving rope flip, taking out Dax on the outside, climbs back up and follows with a diving reverse headbutt on Cash uh, before getting the hot tag to Del Is Sol. Is that what that was? I know I, that's what it was I called, don't know. but I was like, Yo. I don't, I don't know because like, uh, that, I, I bring that up, and I, I'm going to bring it up. Because I, I, there's a spot where I'm like, okay, I need to reevaluate some of these spots. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but he tags in uh, uh, Del Sol, hits a big springboard crossbody on Cash, gets a flurry of kicks on both FTR before countering a double back body drop attempt, landing on his feet, and then just jumps into a weird split spot that oh. at first I'm thinking there was supposed to be like another move from FTR he was tr- supposed to counter. I, I uh, have no idea. But commentary tries to explain that Del Sol hit the split to distract FTR. But I don't know. <laughs> That's what Leary I put. But I don't know. <laughs> that, I mean, that is honestly the most apt response to that. Uh, but I didn't even know what I was looking at. Like, I'll be honest, like, I was pumped for this match because I enjoy watching Aerostar. And Aerostar did his thing. But it was just like, ah, this is clunky as fuck. And there's just so many things where I'm like, why are you waiting so long? Like, why yeah, are you I, guys I, springboarding? I, Jeez, like, you're God. making FTR look stupid. Yeah, they're over there and, trying and to help you I'll, look I'll, good. Like, like, these are the matches that, that Jim Cornette is, like, pissed off at him for. Dude, you know what I mean? yeah, that, that was... Uh, upon the distraction, though, Aerostar tries for the springboard seated Santon on both FTR, who catch him again. Uh, but Del Sol hits the springboard shotgun dropkick for the assist as they get a near fall. Uh, Del Sol tags Aerostar back in as we get uh, this, what I put, gratuitously long 
double Hurricane Rana spot that Cash had to help and uh, help Arrow execute on the pin. I don't know if you noticed yeah. that. Oh yeah. And then this is right, right. I don't know. I feel like Arrow Star was a little off in this match, but I'm thinking more because he was either gassed or possibly knocked silly. Because that dive earlier in the match, he yeah. landed mostly on his upper shoulders and neck area. Yeah. But also notice that on that, quote, reverse headbutt <laughs> or whatever, after he got the tag to Del Sol, he immediately left the apron and rolled out to the floor. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, the way it was called was like, I guess I, I that's he was, what he does. But I feel he like, like he was a, going for a moonsault yeah, and, and just, didn't get and the full bailed. rotation, right? Yeah, and that's bailed, what it looked yeah. like to me. It looked like he thought but that I don't, it was but all going to come him. together and Cash was just too thick of a man yeah. and he just glanced off. Like, like That's what it looked like. But like, I, I don't, I don't watch him because Sin Cara does, does like a similar yeah. twisting headbutt off the top. Yeah, but from the front way. Yeah, I mean, because like that seems so dangerous. Like. Oh, I'm gonna go for the reverse headbutt, and what if they fucking move? You yeah. can't even do that. You like, can't control your neck on the way down, which is stupid. Oh so my to me, God, it's like yeah. I don't know. I I remember I enjoyed Arrow Star and LU. I never see him do something like that. So I don't know if that was Excalibur trying to cover or if that's a, what he what it was. It seemed to be. a little bit like that because it was that's kind of like the same way they covered last week when like CM Punk. Like they blew like the the pin between oh, yeah, him yeah. and Bobby Fish, where he's like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. the glare like. You're lucky you're Paul Turner, motherfucker. <laughs> it sounds so weird, too. And they didn't even say nothing about it. Did Bobby, like, going against someone, and then he beat somebody up, and then Punk came out? Nah, or yeah, that, no, that... that's what led to the match. Oh, that's what led to the match. Okay, got Anyways, it. they show Darby somewhere in the arena watching the match. Cash and Del, uh, Del Sol go counter for counter before kicking Dax off the apron, using the momentum to hit the Salida Del Sol. Uh, Arrow, uh, to a big pop, actually. Mm. Arrow's, uh, Arrowstar is the legal man, though. Takes forever to maneuver around the ring to hit an okay-ish springboard splash for the win, uh, for the pin. I don't know if you saw that. I was like... That was... It was like, all that for that? Yeah, like, like, yeah, he, like, postured, oh, let me get on this side. And then it just seemed like, oh, I slipped on the rope and I'm just gonna land on you, bro. Like, that's it what was, it seemed like. He, he did, like, a springboard, like, inside out. It like, was almost like it a vertical weird. splat. Like, like he almost landed on him. Like, it, it was. It, it looked like a splash someone would do when they jump off the ladder and the ladder slips. Yeah, that's they're exactly. Just like, they're just trying to save it. <laughs> Let me yeah. just land. Yeah. That's, that's, Sorry, dude. It's going to be all over your like. throat. Yep. Sorry, VD. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, Dax breaks it up. Del Sol tries to take him out with a suicide dive, but Dax uses his momentum. This is dude. When I, this is when I knew this match was about to end, because I'm like, God damn it. I'm so glad you're sick of playing with these fools. Uses the momentum, throws him, throws him into the guardrail, picks him up, hits the brain buster on the outside. Finish comes when Aerostar uh, hits the rolling clutch pin on Cash, who reverses the pin his way, grabbing the tight. I've never seen this. Grab the tights and the ropes mm-hmm. simultaneously to secure the win, the pin, and retaining the Triple A tag team titles. Yeah, I, this is all I'll say, man. I'm watching. I'm like, God, this is so bad. Like, this is clunky. They, they let him get I, a lot. I, I, yeah, and, and I'm like. Exactly. I was like, why are you show- giving him so much? And then I was like, is this just like, are- I hope this doesn't like discourage them from continuing this quest of defending these AAA titles. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I don't know who else you could work with, man. Like that, that didn't look great. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not going to blame it on any one person. It just They didn't have good in-ring chemistry, and so much so that right what you're talking about, when he went for the suicide dive and he threw him into the gate, and then the other one went and he threw him even harder, I literally leapt out of my chair and said, fuck yeah, fuck Thank these you. guys, yeah, yeah, exactly. and get this match over. And then when he hit the brain, I was like, yeah, fuck these dudes, man. Yes, because no then lie, it bro, wasn't yeah. like I hate them. It was just this match is falling apart. It's and too it's long. Like, it's, it's gotten too, too long. Too like, long, you, too flashy. They made you look... T- too dumb yeah. because they have 
And this is the thing. I always like am wary about the AAA stuff because I know that they usually work left hand, left side, yeah. and American style and is right barely side, tag. Right? And you could tell yeah, that, like, you know, Salita, or what's his name, Samurai got real back to the AAA system. He was in the ring way too many times. He's like, times. oh man, I'm so used to having to share time with three guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, from here we got. Tony Schiavone, who was awarding Hikaru Shida uh, her 50th win plaque finally, I guess if it matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nyla Rose and Vicky interrupt, con- uh, congratulating Shida, but uh, also mocking her road and her journey, quote-unquote. Says that she hit a couple of speed bumps, but now uh, she's hit a full-blown roadblock, uh, referencing their quarterfinal, uh, quarterfinal match in the TBS Championship Tournament. Uh, which, remember, Nyla already had a bye, which I, I wrote this just because for people who aren't going to remember this, she already had a bye and didn't have to fight anyone to get into the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. She's already in the so Exactly. Whereas Sheeta, you know, she obviously had the uh, the, the big fight against uh, uh, Serena Deeb and the leg injury and all that stuff. So, um, but obviously, yeah, she was, you know, obviously all this due to her being ranked in the top five. Nyla tells Vicky they're going to celebrate early because it's going to be an easy night for them as Vicky asked Sheeta how her leg is. Uh, again, referencing the vicious attack from Serena D from last week, but um, I thought this was uh, this was good. Yeah, I mean, again, I, mean it, short I don't know. And sweet. If, yeah, I don't know if know? we needed the the plaque to open up this segment necessarily, but no, you know, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, from here, we had the inner circle uh, man of the year top team announcement uh, segment moment. Uh, you know, they always, they always, it's funny because usually they, they, they have a, a title for these inner circle segments, but they kind of stop halfway. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they realize, okay, uh, we're just going to throw the, the source out on this one. <laughs> Let's just go, uh, go in the seat of our pants. Dan Lambert and top team, uh, and of course, men of the year, interrupt real early as uh, Lambert wants to hurry this up as he wants to leave this shit stained town. How quaint. Um, <laughs> t- tells Jericho to put some respect on his name as he talks about putting together the top team roster from the ground floor. And uh, calls himself top team member number one. As soon as I heard him say that, I'm like, oh, that's going to bite him in the ass. I already know. Yeah. Um, you know, what's funny was I was half listening, so I didn't get a chance. I was doing some at the time, so I didn't catch that. So I was like, oh, hmm, I didn't even think about it. Good loophole. And, and, uh, and then he has a variety of talent that they can choose from. Lambert puts over all its members as he tells Inner Circle to pick their poison. Uh, Hager chooses Junior Del Santos, calls him Popeye, <laughs> which was pretty funny, and uh, shoots on his last fight, uh, which I guess he allegedly was dropped in 71 seconds. Uh, Santana then calls out Ar- Arlovsky, which, I mean, dude, if you're not familiar with Arlovsky, like, you know, get familiar. Dude. I mean, yeah. when I heard that name, I'm like, damn, this takes me back to that certain golden era, or not golden era, but our era of, like, you, you had the Rashad yeah. Evans, the Rampage Jacksons, mm-hmm. the... The uh the Brandon Sarahs, the, the, the Matt Sarahs or uh, uh is it Dan is it Hondo? Hund- no. I think it's Hundo or something. That, no. Oh Hundo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, or he had a, that was his nickname or something. I can't remember, but yeah, he yeah, that I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was that was a really cool era of UFC uh UFC fighters. Yeah, for so, sure. Like when I hear his name, I'm like, oh man, this right, I don't know if you want to fuck with with, with fans. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, uh, we're, we're. okay. Because I remember when he was uh, called the werewolf of whatever before they called him the pit bull. Yeah, because I, I changed was, it. That's though. what I was I was like, this was kinda weak. Like he calls him like he's like calling out Arlowski for calling himself the pit bull and says he's a real pit bull and tells him that he can bite this. And I was like, All right. Well, he obviously grabbed his nuts. They just Yeah, you know, no, yeah. I know, but I'm like saying like yeah, so this is why we picked you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I want you to bite these. Because <laughs> that's why I was like, okay, I'm a real pit bull. <laughs> uh, Lambert brings up Jericho's comments, comments, and I may have say her name wrong, but is it Paige Van Zant? Yep, that's exactly what he said. Uh, in Miami, and she takes the mic from her own husband, and because we all know he can't even do a promo, because he always looks like he can't do a promo when he's. Looks like there. he do much. I mean, he, he can he, fight though. Like, like, like no, I ain't saying he can, but yeah. you can tell his, his his his. That's his that's his one track mind. 
Yeah. Because you see him go every time he's up there. Not that he's lost in the in the, in the lights. He just automatically goes into uh, MMA fighter poses with the with the muscles. Yeah, the, yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, flex it out. Yeah, dog. that's all it is. Like number one. Yeah, that's right, bitch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> point at the sponsors. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she takes the bike from her husband and basically says. Her schedule's wide open and says none of them have the balls to fight her. Um, she's trying to say they have tight pants or something. I'm like, yeah, something. I was like, not Santana. <laughs> uh, and that she could take all five of, she could take on all five of them by herself. To which Jericho, of course, takes the moment to re- reiterate. So she wants to take on all five of us by yourself? <laughs> to the crowd's horny cheers and tells her maybe she can put it on her OnlyFans page. Yeah, I love it. He goes, that joke writes itself. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he just said it. And I don't even like, got to say anything. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm just repeating what you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ortiz then tells Paige something in Spanish to which she freaks out and asks what he said. And, of course, the ever-loving, non-Spanish-speaking Spanish god, Sammy Guevara, in the clutch with the translation of Oh, he said you're a bitch. <laughs> I just always get worryful because remember he's the one they had called Jericho a tag team slut, right? Oh yeah, you know, and like he's the one that had the sensitivity training, so he's gonna yeah. watch it a little bit. Like, I'm sure. That's the I'm, thing sure I worry I'm sure. About. I'm sure. This is they weren't like. I'm sure they talked about this before going out. There, oh yeah, of course. I, mean? I just wonder about those because negative energy because on social I, media. That's yeah, gotta look yeah, for a yeah. Reason, then they know? they gotta they gotta feed that because if they don't, then they look bad for not. Failure to react and all exactly. that. Exactly. It's, it's a fucking trap out here, man. Um, of course, the segment ends with the inner circle choosing Dan Lambert as uh, member number one of Top Team, as designed with his words to come back to bite him in the ass. But wasn't yeah. still wasn't a bad segment. No, didn't go on long and long like he usually does. But, yeah, and it uh, was uh, fairly entertaining. Because like, sometimes when they do go on longer, they're, they're not... I was, it's like Jericho trying to carry it, right? Yeah. yeah. I will say this, though. It is cool to see Paige Van Zandt because I was following her before all of this. Like, I'm talking like a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, shit. We got I a saw, day one in the house, y'all. Uh, well, it's just one of those things. I saw a fight where I was like, damn, this girl could really fight. You know, I saw I saw her following her. And obviously, she's, you know, nice to look at. But I, so I knew about her and her husband for a little bit. And then it was like when I saw her pop up with Top Team, I was like, yo, what the hell? Like, Paige Van Zandt is on AEW right it's now, like, and <laughs> she was posting it, and you know all the like you said, Jericho points out all the selfies and stuff, and she she leaves it on yeah, her post. I, so, I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I chose not to bring up the the filter stuff. Oh yeah, no, like, we good on that. Like, that, yeah. that was weak. Uh, from here, we had a Dante Martin and Leo Rush uh, segment with Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty. Um, Seidel pretty much puts Dante over following his loss to him on Rampage, and tells him that everything he saw in him came to fruition in their match. And that he still believes in him despite wanting to train with Leo now instead of him. That he doesn't take it personal as he has other talent that are looking to train with him. Uh, referencing Lee Moriarty, who's uh, to his right. Uh, or I guess, yeah, yeah, his yeah, right. Yeah, yeah uh, My, my right. left on yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, yeah. Uh, comments about them two mixing up with uh, Dante and Rush, possibly, as Rush acknowledges knowing what Moriarty brings to the table. Before putting over Dante and accepting their challenge as, as Tony Schiavone questions if Tony Khan... Will approve and make the match, but wasn't too bad, you know. Yes, sir. It was okay. I mean, it was short and sweet, and I think Leo tried to it, it plug was... some sort of yeah. Y'all be on the highest flight. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. I was like, oh, okay. You know. So, but they keep high, teasing this, so I just wonder if Leo's actually gonna get in the ring. Are they trying to hype up? Well, you know, so or... what happened was they were supposed to originally remember yeah, against with, the side else, but Mike, I guess right? I guess he, he got, got hurt. hurt again. Yeah, or I th- I, I, which I thought he was hurt from before. I heard who Mike Seidel? Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't on TV before, which is why. Like Dante's brother Darius, who was hurt, that's why they were teaming for a little oh, bit. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And, and so that's why I was thinking, oh, I'm like, dang, he must have got hurt in, uh, in recovery mm. or so, yeah, or maybe. during training yeah. or something. 
Uh, which I don't know. I don't 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 take because yeah, it wasn't too long ago where the Sidels teamed with Dante yeah. against the Elite, right? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, Jamie Hader and Anna J TBS tournament match. Uh, this is obviously a match to get into the quarterfinals. Um, so this is like kind of like an intro match. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditional lockup to start the match. Anna J showing her technical acumen early with the series of side headlock takedowns. Uh, Hader cuts her off with the classic heel move, grabbing her tights and pulling her out uh, out out of the ring. Uh, Hater uh, takes over with a huge boot on Anna J coming back into the ring before picture in picture. Uh, Hater with a, hits a big vertical suplex and continues to beat down Anna J, who shows glimpses of offense before overall falling victim to more punishment throughout the commercial break. Uh, back from picture in pictures, Anna J starts fighting back and strings together a comeback with a huge DDT for a near fall. Uh, Anna yeah, nice tra- DDT. Yeah, man. it was. Uh, I was like, oh, you've been training with Eddie. Yeah, no, uh, that snap, man. Yeah. Uh, Anna tries for the Queen Slayer submission, but Hater counters. Anna tries again, but uh, this time Rebel jumps on the apron, distracting the ref. As Britt Baker pulls Anna J's foot, distracting her as well, setting her up for Jamie Hater's huge lariat for the finish, advancing to the quarterfinals against Thunder Rosa. And, you know, got some more post-match uh, shenanigans here. Not a whole lot of post-match uh, as we usually get, like almost every match, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, post-match, we got Rebel Hater and uh, Baker all jumping Anna J until the number one contender. Ty Conti hits the ring for the save, and while they were trying to make her look good in this spot and understood what they were doing, it doesn't help when you can visibly see all three women waiting their turn to take a spot, like Sting against the NWO. Yeah, the blind in, feed. Yeah, like Sting against the NWO back in the 90s. Uh, and not to take anything away from Conti, but that's just not her character, and also it's not Britt's character to have decorum like that if they use their numbers game to jump Anna J not only moments ago, then why all of a sudden did they ditch that ideology when Anna hits the, or when a t- Conti hits the ring? It just didn't make sense to me. Anyways, they finally remember that there's three of them <laughs> and overwhelm Conti uh, as Baker looks uh, to hit the curb stomp on her with the uh, the woman's title, but Hater's opponent yeah. in the quarterfinals, Thunder Rosa, uh, her music hits and she comes to the ring for the save, as all three women stand tall against Britt Baker and her, what I call, her toothy goons. Toothy goons. I knew you'd like that. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, it, it did what it was supposed to do. Um, but I agree, yeah, uh, it was – I'm. this is my thing it's all so the robotic time. No, well, sometimes. it's not so much robotic. Well, no, you're right on that. It, it does get robotic. But for me, it's always going to be a logic thing. How many times do we see Anna Jay or Ty Conti walk to the ring solo only to get jumped? by their opponent or their crew, and then the other one's got to run down and save. Like, why aren't you saving time and rolling together? It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, so as soon as she came especially out solo, when, especially when I knew the, that Ty Conti was going to come out. Especially when you're, you're the number one contender and the person you're, the, you're, you're facing is at ringside. Exactly. Your closest friend is facing one your of opponent. your... Yeah, your yeah. number one p- opponent's like one of her pupils, and you're not going to be there. You're going to just chill in the back. Like I just don't see Anna Jay going. Just stay back here, unless they they get underhanded. It's like you know it's gonna go. You know they roll like exactly. Britt, Britt don't even tell them to stay back. Exactly. You know what I mean, you know what um, I mean. So from here we got Jay Cargill backstage promo. Smart Mark Sterling talks Jade having a buy in the tournament. Says that they will be watching on Friday to see who she faces, as it will be uh, Red Velvet, I believe, versus the Bunny. Um, I'm just gonna say this is a hot take. I think the final four are gonna be Thunder Rosa, Jay Cargill. Chris Statlander. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, not Chris Statlander. Ruby Soho. No, mm. no, no. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I think I picked. I picked. Yeah, Soho and Nyla. 
Yeah, think. yeah. For, I I don't know why, and I don't know how the uh, brackets look, but I just feel like Ruby and Nyla are gonna run into each other at some point. Yeah, it's it's Statlander and Ruby. It's Nyla and Hikaru. It's uh, Jade and whoever you know. Again, their match between uh, Red Velvet and Bunny, mm-hmm. and then it's um, Thunder Rosa versus Hater. So, hmm. um, but uh, basically, you know, like I said, they're gonna keep an eye who see who she's gonna be facing. Jade cuts him off and says it doesn't matter who it is. Uh, she's gonna make it short and sweet, and that she's gonna rename the championship that bitch show. Yeah. Period. <laughs> not the go big show. No, no. But it's also on TBS. I thought this was possibly <laughs> the best segment of the whole night. MJF promo, man. Yeah. It there, was, really, there was a lot of really was. that rang out. Like it, it was like, man, where's this been? You know yeah, what I mean? Seriously. Uh, MGF talks to Darby, who we've already seen sitting somewhere in the arena, says he wants to cut through the bull, and says that when all the new faces came in uh, AEW, all the boys in the back were sweating bullets, but nah, not them, because they're pillars, and that's not what pillars do. And they know that, that without them, this company doesn't work. And says that uh, out of all the pillars, that they are already the two top guys and have been for a while. Not that the other two aren't great, but they're just not them, and they don't have it because he and Darby have had it before Dynamite even existed. Which, again, some truth there because we've yeah. heard we've heard about both of them before yeah. AEW even was a thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say you can't say the same for what Sammy and Jungle Boy. I mean, me personally on the West Coast, I saw flashes of Sammy on uh, mostly on Lucha. Yeah, I heard of him, uh, and then also um, you know Jungle Boy. We we've, we've had the privilege of working with him ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you would say that he 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 wasn't who he was now. I mean, and even then, I don't think he's reached his full potential. Then, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah there was a no. lot of tr- there's a lot of truth in this in this in this promo. Yeah, anyways. it was really good. It says the fans know who they are and who they will become, and that, my friend, is legendary. Mm-hmm. But questions why they boo him and cheer Darby. It says at first it made him mad and, and had him lose sleep, but realizes that they hate him because he reminds the fans of their more successful boss or stepbrother or ex or someone of the past, and that he symbolizes. A success that the fans wish they could they could have but simply can't, and that they re, they can relate more to Darby because he's one of them, a misfit, an outcast, someone who lives a life with reckless abandonment, and says the people love him because he's just like them. He'll never fit in and he'll never win in life, and says in the ring he always lets his emotions get the best of him, and goes from being a proficient pro wrestler to a glorified stuntman. Which mm-hmm. you know, if you know, you know. If uh, you know, you know. Yeah, I was like, ooh. He's, he's over Bang, here. bang. Yeah, he's like, shots fired. He's no. like, don't worry, Rick, I got your back. Uh, woo-woo. <laughs> <so>, woo-woo. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> he's like, don't worry, Spartacus, I got it. Uh, says that full gear, he will lose to him because he's mentally weak and will be more concerned with battering him instead of beating him. He will lose because he is better than him and he knows it and says that even when he doesn't come at him like a battering ram, that he's still going to be a better wrestler than Darby. No one has beaten him yet and says he's so much better than him that he can beat him with a headlock takeover, which I was like, that was yeah. not, that was not, the that face was, he made. Was I was like, like that oh, wasn't that really? was yeah. that was a mid bar. If, if if it was a bar, <laughs> yeah. it was way mid, my dude. Like because <laughs> that face you made, I was like, it wasn't as much of a bar as you thought it was. Mm. Uh, Darby, uh, he was clearly trying to get a reaction. From yeah, him of course, uh, and he's good that way. Uh, Darby responds, says he is an outcast and everything that he did say about him. It says that at full gear, he won't use his skateboard and that they'll have a wrestling match and that he's going to keep his composure because tonight he's going to let his anger out as Darby starts to make his way through the crowd. And this is the only reason part I had a little issues with this. Mm-hmm. 
situation. Makes his way through the crowd toward the ring, but MJF ducks out before Sting and a bunch of what I called weird Darby Army members. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back MJF down, <laughs> back down the ramp towards the ring. Uh, before we hear a chair shot ring out with no explanation or, or camera uh, angle until we're being told it's Sean Spears uh, taking out some of the Darby guys as they cut to a reckless-looking brawl with Spears and Wardlow Very trying reckless. to clear the Very rest reckless. of the deck, so to speak. Uh, they pan back to Darby, who slowly, slowly starts to creep and walk toward MJF, which I totally dug. He's like, "Man, fuck them! Now. I'm about to, I'm about to roll. I'm about oh, to sneak yeah. this nigga." Yeah, I thought. It was, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, does he even see?" And then when he saw him, I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, he's still going." <laughs> but, but see, that, that's that, that's what surprised me is he kind of obliged and actually hops the guardrail himself uh, and meets Darby. As the two exchange blows, Darby throws MJF into the guardrail, backs up into the crowd before calling them to part like the Red Sea. As Darby, with a crazed look in his eyes, shoots the gap full speed. Hits a cactus style. I didn't. I thought he was going for a, a drop kick, but he hits like the sickest cactus style clothesline he, on he MJF. He does though, uh, taking them both out, crashing over the guardrail. Uh, Darby throws MJF into the ring, sets up for the coffin drop, but MJF rolls out the ring and hightails it back over the guardrail into the crowd. Uh, I put great segment minus the goofy Darby Army. Yeah, I, I thought this was great for MJF when he obliged, jumped over the gate, and he's ramming him into the you know the panels and stuff. I was like, man, this is really good for MJF. Like, this looks good. I haven't seen him do this since I guess uh, was it when he was alongside Cody when they when he took the fight to the inner circle in their private you know uh, suite or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? So I thought this was good for MJF, especially yeah, for he's sort usually, of a standalone. He's usually letting someone else do the work for him, right? exactly. Like usually so. as War Dog or mm-hmm. Sean Spears, which they were I'm there. Already, yeah, we're already intrigued by this, you know. I, I, and, and, I, but now I'm like, I, I think it's I'm, because I'm so this, in, is, like, this is one of the first kind of higher profile, at least treated like a higher higher profile feud between two guys that aren't like, oh, he's the next WWE guy, so it's already yeah. going to be good. It's like, no, we got two guys that. You know, they've worked with tons of XWB guys, and, you know, it's it's just – it's I don't know. I think it's cool to see what they both can bring. You know what I mean? Where we're not like, well, we know we're going to get this version of Jericho, or we know we're going to get this version of, uh, I don't know, like Moxley or – you know what I mean? Yeah, Whatever. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, from here, we had Andrade Elidolo versus Cody Rhodes. Um, I felt like this could have went off the air. We could have switched this with the the, T, the, the Eliminator fi- uh, semifinals, but – you know, whatever. Uh, I wrote the, the, that we'd probably just discuss it, but it was a good match. Uh, I didn't write down everything. Um, I noticed that he is back to his old music. No more Snoop Dogg. No more uh, yes, yeah. yes, y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, crowd bulls, Cody. Well, uh, I, I knew. I noticed that last. Or uh, oh, I, could, I was going to say I, I could be late. Um, crowd boos Cody at first, but counts with him as the ten count punch in the corner ensues. Uh, we did get a dope crossroads counter where. Um, Andrade uh, actually countered it and spun into the three amigos. I thought that was mm-hmm. really great. Uh, and uh, of course, I got to put it out there Andrade with the figure four, obviously a, a nice wink. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, crowd, went, crowd went crazy. I for mean, we it. talked Co- about Cody, Cody gave it to him too, you know? And yeah. That's the spot that Cody usually uses. So I thought well, that was kind of good. We had talked about also, like, could that be when, when I was like proposed for the card? Like, I wonder if that's going to be a point of contention because of, you know, his daddy did the, the figure four and passed it to Ric Flair, but Ric Flair is his father in law. So it's like, Oh, who has the right? You know, so I'm glad that they did play he on that. He ain't the fathering y'all just yet. They ain't walk down the aisle and profile. <laughs> okay, well, Let's just keep going. You right, you right. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Before you start calling him puppy, a jefe, <laughs> like like Dominique Mysterio. Nah, man. <laughs> uh, FTR though is underneath the ring out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, storyline just posted. I guess that was going to be a concept. Oh man, 
That's that's pretty good. Wow. Shout out to Storyline Tees, man. Again, we already dropped the uh, the Addy uh, for him, and you can go check it out. StorylineTees.com backslash shop. Uh, you know, upon hearing news about the Carrying Cross Scarlet uh, uh, release, yeah. they actually dropped some uh, concept art they had for a potential uh, shirt that they had in the making for them. But um, I digress. Uh, with the the end of this Ellie Dolo Cody match, we had FTR hiding under, under the ring again, playing on those words from Malachi that it was more than just what do you say, Marcus that uh, that stabbed yep. uh, Caesar and, in the back. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, with the uh, but they're under the under the ring with the AAA tag team title shot uh, across the face of Cody, who tries for the Tope Suicida, throw him back in a ring. Hammerlock DDT for the win. He's back to the DDT. He's not doing the uh, the uh, the sister Abigail or whatever he was. Remember he, he, yeah, yeah. One time he did a different version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was doing it's a it's basically the same thing, but it's a hammerlock flatliner is what it was. And it's funny because uh, in the Pac match or Pac match, uh, he seemingly went for it and you hear Excalibur call it but he didn't hit it like he looked like he was setting up for it so maybe it's still a thing maybe it's not who knows you know he's like you don't know nothing I just know Ty better watch out because that was not her finish (laughs) before you know what I mean because I know she uses a hammerlock DDT and then Tessa Blanchard uses it too but but they should all be paying homage to Illidolo because that's Mm. you know he been in the business longer I I guess but you know what Um, I just have to put that uh, Cody put over Andrade so the fans can stop hating him now Probably, I'm just saying. A lot of people would, would they wouldn't have guessed he would have did the job. Well, I mean, he did it for Malachi, and it did. You know, sometimes I think he's yeah. stuck in that. Well, if I put myself over, I'm abusing my power. But if I put the other guy over, then I'm tarnishing my name. Even though it's a better, it's a rub for that guy. You know what I mean? In a sense, it's you know what I mean. So rub. it's it's. I'm not saying he. It's the best rub it's in the a, world, but it's a dry it, you rub. can't ig- ignore. It's what it is. I mean, it's, lemon it, pepper, baby. It's a scalp to 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 boast about. I'll say. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. not, it might not be the most prestigious, but it's a prestigious. And I, I like this. They said it, second generation superstars going against each other. How do you not like that? You know. So. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know nothing. Okay. Now we had some post match though. FTR and Andrade with the triple team. Tully and Arn had a little standoff here as well yeah. uh, when Lucha Bros came out for the save as they brawl with FTR and get the, the best of them before bailing out. Because I was wondering, I'm like, okay, well, what, what do they have? Like, you know, it's one thing to come out and, and you know, they're paying them under the table like, hey, hit them with the title. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, now we're going to do some post-match together. And it's like, y'all already have a crew. Like, yeah, but I, I see you with him more than I see y'all with him. And I don't even think FTR were still in NXT when – Andrade came through, so that's why no, like, I, I, I think don't. He, I, think I don't know was. what the what the thread is. Oh, in NXT, yeah, yeah that's I, that's I, I don't know. Yeah, like I just don't see yeah. the common thread besides money. So yeah, I get you. It was kind of weird. Yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, I mean, because they were there. I mean, they're the ones who freaking speared him, <laughs> Londarded him through the stop sign. Yeah. So you know, I'll be honest. I almost thought Arn was just gonna ch- uh, turn. Because they said it's, it's not, you know, it's not just Marcus. Imagine yes, he throws FTR up the, there. He throws at the four on him. Because if you think about it, all he did was punch Andrade's manager. He didn't, and that actually opened the door for Cody to get hit in the face with that with the, with the suicide yeah. dive attempt. But, but so, I'm but I'm thinking you got the FTR guys, you got Tully in there, you yeah. got Arn, and then you got again like you said, quote unquote, Ric mm-hmm. Flair's son-in-law. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. imagine he would have thrown up that four, yeah, that's what I was like. That when, he, been... when, he, when he tapped him on the shoulder, I was like. Okay, he's doing this the the fighting stance, but what's actually going to happen? But we saw what happened. I got the Glock on me. I keep <laughs> I keep that yo, thing on me. Yo, last what y'all want to do? Get the Glock chance. Yo, we're, it's, it's, we're it's rampant last yo, week. Bro. Every, yeah. Everybody they they woke up and chose violence and they wanted to see it. Yeah. Uh, from here we had a short but sweet. Just I don't know. It was kind of pointless for me. Uh, this could have been backstage. Uh, Johnny Silver uh, promo. 
Yeah, definitely could be pretty much. I guess him and Adam Cole are gonna have a match. I guess they said this Friday on Rampage. I wrote Meat Man versus Budge, <laughs> but I also wrote. So I guess we got Adam Cole already no selling the concerto if he's already wrestling on Friday. <sighs> yeah, and, and then on top of that, when you think about it, it's technically filmed the same night. So the people who are there live, they're like, "We just saw you get concerto. Why, ah, you, that's why very are you in true. a match?" Yeah, you know what I mean. So I thought that was kind of better weird. be less. <laughs> you, you better have an ice pack or something. Dead fucking less. Fucking kill him, meat man. <laughs> Kick his ass. <laughs> uh, from here, we had the uh, main event: Orange Cassidy versus Miro, who took the place of John Moxley in the Eliminator semifinals. Uh, we also had the pleasure of Brian Danielson coming out for commentary on this one. Uh, weird, weirdly enough, uh, Matt Hardy, who I guess is still <laughs> carrying on this beef with Orange Cassidy that we don't know is still going on, uh, shown seething in the audience. Uh, at times, uh, Orange shown with his uh, also with his ribs taped up from the casino ladder match and the match against Hobbs a few weeks ago, where he should have won. Anyways, Orange ducks and dodges and dashes and ducks and uh, dips <laughs> and dips. Uh, Miro uh, multiple times trying to get his pocket uh, gimmick off. Finally, evades and retreats uh, to the outside and tries to lure Miro. Uh, Miro, uh, Miro uh, for the suicide dive. But Miro catches Orange and overhead belly to bellies him right before. Picture in picture, uh, Miro continues to dominate Cassidy, setting his own pace for the match, what they calculated, but explosive offense or array of offense. Uh, Miro targets the ribs of Cassidy before Orange starts to fire up and hits a big shotgun dropkick and uh, follows up with the Tilt-A-World DDT for a two-count. Orange calling for the orange punch, uh, but uh, Miro ducks out the ring and takes a powder on the timekeeper's table, which I'm never a fan of these spots uh, when they, like, try to squeeze in a table spot in, in a match that's like, oh, but it's fine because there's things at stake, and it's so it's so serious that we have to get to, yep. the, to the bottom of it, no matter how many tables are broken in their wake. <laughs> uh, but he, he takes a powder on the timekeeper's table as Orange come, climbs to the top turnbuckle and hits a diving elbow drop on Miro through the table, which I'm like, well, if your ribs hurt, why would you do that anyways? But anyways. Yeah, I didn't uh, even know that happened. Right in front of Matt Hardy, nonetheless. Uh, Orange rolls back into the ring and tries for the countout win. And I'll admit, I was thinking, man, are they really about to have Orange beat Miro with the countout? And I was like, I'm about to be hot. <laughs> uh, but he made it back in the ring at like nine and a half. It was crazy. Orange hits the beach break for another pin uh, near fall, I should say. But the finish comes when Orange tries for the orange punch, but Miro clips his leg with a body tackle, hits the Moshka kick, and then locks in the game over flamethrower for the win. Oh, wow. Um, post-match, we got Danielson who uh, leaves commentary uh, to make his way down to confront Miro uh, in the ring. Obviously, it's who he, he, he's going to be facing for the finals. Uh, the two uh, competitors just stare at each other intently before Miro walks away from an, a, an attempted handshake from Danielson before going off the air. Now, that was pretty much dynamite, man. Yeah, man. They put on a hell of a program. That's what I'm saying. There were certain things, like I said, I didn't agree with, you know, with the, the Darby Army and shit like that. Yeah, but you know uh, what? I, I, I mean, watched Darby Army over Sexy Boys, Ion Quinn. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> no, you're definitely right. I mean, I don't know if I, you know, shout out to Errol Star. I hope he's not hurt. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, they they had they did tie up some loose ends. I thought I felt like it was weird that it took so long for Lucha Bros to get a one-upsmanship um, on FTR. Uh, I felt like it's been like more than a couple of weeks, maybe yeah. like two weeks. Um, but it was all good. Um, I, I mean, I like how they they like I said they kind of tied up some loose ends on, on the uh, storyline building side, um, mm -hmm. especially going into uh, full gear next uh, week. 
mm-hmm. uh, next Saturday. And now that I think about it, it's going to be serious. So they get then they got like. They got like four quarterfinals matches for the women that they got to figure out. Yeah, before next week, it's gonna be stacked. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, a. You know what? I'm actually excited. I know a lot of people. They had their their. You know, they they saw the early full gear, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. if that's what it was gonna be. And oh man, Mox versus Brian Danielson. And I even said it on here. I'm like, man, well, judging by the fact that they're both in this eliminated tournament, it seems the you know obviously the not obvious, but obviously in in a good way, like the best booking wise is have them. If that's how we're going to get to that conclusion, to me, but I, I, I but feel, him and Miro, yeah. I think I don't know if they face each other a lot, a lot, a lot. Not that I can recall, but I but mean, they both do submissions. Exci- you got yeah. the David Goliath aspect of it, and, and then, it's also like, will we get the David Goliath aspect? Because Brian's way more aggressive than he I was. I was just about to say, like know? he he's he's been picking apart body parts, and if you notice, yeah. he's won every match with a different so move. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, so you it's know? So, it's been it's yeah, he's it's been one of those things where it's definitely interesting. I don't know where they go with it booking wise. Is I think they that's kind of hard because you got a guy like Mero who needs the redemption. He's only yeah. lost I think what twice. Yeah. Um, and then you got a guy like Brian who you, he can't afford to lose this early um, in the build. So I very mean, very true. I mean, it's he technically I, took a draw already with Omega. So you know. Yeah. I mean, and I'll be honest. I mean, the fact that uh, they elected Miro is probably the the best case scenario because they've thought, been yeah. doing these vignettes and you didn't know where they were heading to yeah. if he was gonna is he gonna uh use somebody to express this uh aggravation as as an outlet right yeah, yeah, yeah as he keeps getting forsaken and so i thought this was a good good place especially against a guy that he has a brief history with uh orange cassidy um i do think they'll lean with brian at the at full gear but honestly i mean that's going to be an interesting matchup in his own right i mean i, I hope whatever happens is happening with mox is all good I mean, we talked about earlier the, in the yeah, main chat. I, I don't want him in a rush for, yeah. any, for any, you know. But, we, but we've but we also said he probably should have gone home, you know, when his baby was born. He probably should have stayed home. I, I was, I was very surprised that he, that, he, that he was prominently on TV as much as he was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, things happen for a reason. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, as selfish as I am as a fan, I couldn't help but think, we may get another cool moment whenever he decides to come back. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, because you think about everything he's like, the scene he's leaving, the amount of names that are uh, like, you know what I mean, that are on the top of that mountain. Who knows what's going to happen? We don't know how for how long he's gone, mm-hmm. but we know that there's going to be some interesting stuff while he's gone that's going to be occurring. So for him to try to work his way back into that mix, the way that, you know, that, that, part, I mean, of, that part excites me. I think it'd be interesting to see him come back as a heel against Eddie because maybe mm-hmm. he blames Eddie for. You know, and when I started yeah. hanging out with you again, old habits came back hard. I could see that. You know, because I mean, I heard in his book he's talking about he's tried crack, and he's here to tell you don't try crack. But if you like crack, then that's your thing. Do what you want to do. That's but yeah. I have an experience in here that tells you why you shouldn't do it. Like you know, I mean, mean? I, I could see him even. I mean, just based on the hills of the head, CM Punk coming out there talking. He keep like, why are you talking like you like you don't know my business? And I know, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm I'm an impatient, you know, for alcohol, yada yada. You're Mister Straight Edge, yada yada. Yeah, but he just said, hey, know, I got a checkered past with him. We're not exactly the closest friends, but yeah, I mean, know. yeah, there, there's several. I know. Again, I'm not trying to be that guy that's like, oh, how do we push this into an angle? Oh no, I get right? you. But, yeah, yeah. But like I said, I think it's it's he's leaving it interesting enough where it's in great hands. You know, I'm not saying that he didn't have, wouldn't have had that same luxury back if he would have left, like we say, when his, his uh, daughter was born from before. But you have to admit, the amount of people that are there now, I mean, I think he he knows things are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, oh, as, yeah. as a fan, I'm like, uh, I want him to be better. I want him to be his best self. 
And that includes doing what he feels like he needs to do. So whenever he comes back, I know it's going to be a banger. I don't know what yeah. it's going to entail. And we've seen him come back from, you know, even from injury rehab, and he comes back jacked and focused. I, so. I mean, that's my thing. It's like he – it's that's why I'm kind of like – I'm not – I don't want to say I'm not worried about him. I know this is just something he's going to work himself through. Yeah. And knowing how much he loves the business – this is something he's also going to use as motivation and and somewhat as a as a launch pad as well. Because mm-hmm. um, some people were saying that he, maybe he was starting to get a little bit stale. Maybe he was lost in the shuffle with all these new names coming in. I pointed out that it seemed like he was getting a little bit more frustrated in character and like going out there and just dropping fools on their head. Yeah, like I don't get paid by the hour. You know, but I thought that was leading to like a more aggressive. Maybe we'll I, see a heel. I thought turn. it was going to be a heel yeah. turn against a, a Daniel Bryan, possibly. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. That which, makes more which sense. I'm been, here, yeah, I'm not here that's, to that's put a on a wrestling clinic. I'm here to break necks. Yeah. and and get belts. And and the yeah. impact of having to turn heel on someone like Daniel Bryan means you're gonna have to whoop their ass. Oh like, yeah, that yeah that would have been a great heel move, but. There's more in the tank, man. Anyways, I just want to thank y'all for listening this long. I know it was a little bit of a lengthy one, but we did get quite a few breaking news before we got on the air, man. Yeah. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> we had a whole format. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, we did. We, I Brian mean, Alvarez came in with just, Sean Ross Sapp with all your reliable He said, sources. Mr. Quincy Jones, tear these walls down. <laughs> let these people uh, know the news. But, you know, we had to, again, for y'all, man, uh, let y'all know what's going on and cover it. Give, us, give you guys our hot take on everything. Let us know what you think, man. Again, with all these uh, crazy releases, I mean, again, quite a few – High profile names, people that are, that have good stock coming out of this. I mean, not when you think about it, not a lot of people were uh, losing at the end. Uh, you know what I mean? Right before, you know, the week before, you know, consistently where they're like, "Oh man, I don't even know if we want them." You know, they they yeah. just got released out of nowhere. So, um, <clears throat> I definitely want to thank you guys for always doing what you do and listening to us and following us on social media. And if you're not, I don't know what you're doing, but you can do so by hitting that follow button. You can find us at. Uh, the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Of course, we're, uh, you know, we would do our thing, release an episode every Friday, man. You can always expect us to drop something new. That's always on Spotify, iHeartRadio. That's also on SoundCloud, CastBox, and, of course, the great people at True 100 Radio. Go ahead and subscribe to all those if you're not already, but you can always, uh, again, you know, Check it out. Uh, we got the new drop. Please usually, do. usually everyone. I think it's uh, two p.m. every every Friday is when our, our slot is yes, when sir. they drop the new episode. If you want to listen live, again that's true100radio.com. Right before that, SmackDown and uh, AEW Rampage, boy. Yeah, man. Let's listen to us, chop it up, talk our shit, and see if uh, who's going to prove us wrong this week. You yeah, know seriously. what I mean? Yeah. And again, if you guys are here to support the uh, the show. We got merch again, medium, large, extra large. Hit us up, ten dollars. That's all we ask, man. And yeah. That pocket is yours. We don't tell you what to put in as long as you let people know what you're listening to. Yeah. And that is The Quincy Jones Show. That is The Quincy Jones Show at uh, gmail.com. Hit us up with your size as well as your email for the donation. Or DM us and, on uh, Instagram, yeah, too. I mean, yeah. dude, we, we're we real easy to uh, you communicate know, get, and reach get in, out to, yeah. Yeah, get in, get, in, get in contact with. So do all that. And then uh, while you're at it, look up your boy on uh, Spotify, Quincy Jones Go. Yes, sir. We got something bubbling you, in the you, tuck, boy. You may have seen uh, a visual that, that just dropped. Mm. I can't speak too much on it, but just know Hell that uh, Heaven sent. So the playtime's over. Um, the time for dress up is done. Halloween is come and gone. Mm-hmm. Spooky season is still here. Uh, but more importantly, it's, uh, you know, we'll let it go on long enough. But now from here on out, it's no mercy. No, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just, it, we showing no mercy, and that's all I got to say. Stay tuned. Release date coming soon. New single, yes, new music sir. from your boy. Uh, but speaking of music, 
Check out my boy over here, best damn tag team partner on the globe. Who it is, though. You know what it is. Hip hop hybrid, Triple H, Triple H. That's who I R D O C L E S N A R. Look me up on every platform and you'll see I got those five star bars. That's me, man. Doc Lesnar, the hip hop hybrid. As I tell you guys every single week, except last week because my man Mac Lowe stepped in like a real trooper. But I'm telling you guys, man, I got the music. Go ahead, check me on Spotify, on, on iTunes, on anywhere you stream your favorite artist who's not named Doc Lesnar because I know I'm your favorite artist. You're going to find me there man and while you're there go ahead and check out i got tracks with quincy jones go i got tracks with mega ran i got it all going on check out the album this is awesome over fifty thousand all-time streams having a hard time keeping them down daddy in the meantime i'm telling you guys follow your boy uh first hey check me out on mercari too man both of us you got quincy customs over here doc lesnar over here you know we got things some memorabilia stickers pins all that stuff any collectibles the, yep. i mean it's funko you know. pop wrestling stuff anything just go ahead check us out Follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram and, of course, at Doc Lesnar on TikTok as well. You guys check it out. You know what I do, who did it better, et cetera, et cetera. Follow me at Doc underscore KGS pod on Instagram for all things for this show. You guys know what it is. Uh, still be on the lookout. I did finally move in, and I'm going to do all the groundwork. Shopify coming, baby. Merch freak. It's not a legend. It is a something that's coming. It's for real. Stickers, hats, shirts, pins, all that above. You guys know what it is. But, man, other than that, follow me at I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter and Facebook, and you guys know what time it is it's time to give them three words top Top guys guys out. out